0: hello thank you for tuning in this is love what i love a podcast where we beg our partner to love something we do whether it be a movie tv show or anything in between we're your hosts andy masha and i'm david and this week we're talking about better luck tomorrow going to be a special episode because we have a guest joining us today yes Uh, we do yep we decided we loved last time uh during the spirited away episode you know sharing the show with someone else we figured why not do it again
1: yeah
0: and um we have here one of my old buddies that i
2: knew since my freshman year of college hello hello this is david simon welcome how do you do i'm uh, happy to be here happy to share what i love Awesome. And uh, see what you guys think of it.
0: Yeah, and plus, I'm not going to lie, after uh, Masha got to have uh, her old friend on, I got jealous, so <laughs> I immediately demanded that one of my old friends come on. <laughs> it's only fair. Show. Yep. Yeah, so it's going to be fun.
2: I've had a uh, couple of movies I've been trying to get my friends to watch for quite some time now. I figure it's perfect time to get on Love What I Love.
1: One special thing about uh, David Simon, though, is all the fun transition uh, all the fun transitions you hear on our show, including our Do You Love What I Love music track, is by and was composed by David Simon. That it is. So we're extra excited to have him on.
0: Oh yeah, when we were <laughs> developing this, I, he was the first person I thought to, to just ask to help out with that because he's always making fun tracks and stuff. He
2: also does the outro music, so not just the... Uh, uh, yes. You know, I appreciated the chance. It was a fun uh, little project to work on yeah we appreciate it do uh it. do something different Do some podcast music yeah. yeah right
0: you know it's different than uh making like a beat or just an original song you know
2: it reminds me of like i was i wanted to uh i would have loved to have been a jingle writer you know, the tv theme songs and all that but those days are long gone so oh man maybe yeah, podcasts, you don't, you don't podcast podcast themes podcast the, uh, jingles the that's your that's actually crazy i never really realized that like
0: tv show theme songs totally died but on podcast like some podcast intros are like three minutes long you know there you go they totally transitioned over so they're not lost yeah that's sick so if you need someone to make your podcast jingle (laughs) you know just evolved yeah yeah Yeah. exactly oh man yeah we
1: were talking about that too like we're saying uh how like we miss theme songs for tv shows that describe the show
2: they're (laughs) just for that show yeah there's something catchy you always the second you hear it you Brings back the memories of the show. like oh, yeah, one, it's one of your guys' favorites?
1: Ooh. Uh,
2: if we're going like all time, all probably time. "Welcome oh Back, God. Hotter. Oh uh, that's one of the best good. theme songs Wait, I think I've show ever is heard. That? "Welcome Back, Hotter.
1: I don't, I don't think uh, I know J-
0: that
2: show. Was John Travolta show from the seventies. Yeah. Oh, I love John, I think John that, Was that his first role? Uh, it was uh, Vinnie Barbarino?
0: Yeah, I don't know about first ever, but definitely it's the first one where like people knew his name. All right, like uh. you remembered because that it was one of those. It wasn't like the John Travolta show. It was just the show he was on, and then
1: he just
2: happened to blow up and well uh on it. perfect enough it takes place in uh Brooklyn oh yeah.
1: snap that's all. that's cool
2: yeah that's it's a pretty sick show that's yeah. where it says up your nose with
0: a rubber hose that was <laughs> <first>. oh wow <laughs> I did not know that um alright I'm going Golden Girls oh uh, classic good one dog. no thank you for being a friend oh my god the best track i Good like one. i like Good
1: that one. uh viral video of that guy putting some soul on it oh yeah that one's the awesome. gospel twist I've on seen it. i that oh, oh hilarious i'll show it to you I'm after this to check
2: that
3: out thank you for being a oh oh, oh yeah. Hey, so we started from the bottom now we're here oh yeah is my part right here
1: can't think of any off the top of my head right now so I'm just gonna say smart guy
0: oh that's pretty good yeah all right I think we've detoured enough if we
1: didn't i could go on with this
0: <laughs> the whole length of the podcast yeah, we'll just do a sideshow where we just talk yeah. about theme songs for one hour a week
1: it's <laughs> just all this to say that we appreciate jingles and yeah, we appreciate the yeah. ones that you provided us nice.
2: right. Exactly. definitely uh many thank yous all around <laughs> <laughs> all right so why don't you tell us a little bit about the movie so better luck like tomorrow was your choice why
0: don't you give us a little bit of background oh, on well, it before we talk about how we feel
2: better luck like tomorrow was a 2003 film Written, directed, and produced by Justin Lin, it is his first solo work as a director, and it's about a group of highly achieving students who start diving deeper into a life of crime.
0: That is a yeah. That is exactly what it's about. Actually, there, there's there,
2: there's a lot more to it than that. When you dive under the surface and the subtleties and major plot points, but. Get into that as we go on. No, that was great because actually I remember we were watching it and I was like, how the hell do
0: you summarize this movie in one sentence? But that was actually pretty on point. Like if I had to, if I
2: had to boil it down and simplify it, I I think that I got it. Directed, written, and edited by Justin Lin. It premiered in theaters in 2003. Before that, it actually premiered originally at Sundance 2002. Hmm. And just getting there for him was a whole achievement on its own. Its entire budget was $250,000, and it was shot on film. So a majority of that money was yeah. going to the price of the film, developing it, editing it. Oh, it's a complete... Yeah, the, a- co- the
0: cost of that isn't crazy. So two fifty, that's nothing. That's like... Yeah. That's, yeah, that's incredible. Like I knew I figured it was low budget. Like I'll get into it as we talk about the movie, but I didn't think it was
2: that low budget. That's right. impressive. I
1: can't believe it was shot on film considering all of the different like, types of shots are, that are in this movie. Like, Originally,
2: yeah. actually, he was planning on filming it digitally, mm-hmm. but he got deals from Fuji and I believe it was Kodak to use film, so he went with the film. Oh, wow. It was still only $250,000, and just getting that amount of money was a whole... Another mm-hmm. obstacle to tackle on its own. He um, financed the movie with 10 credit cards that he maxed out.
1: Oh my god!
2: He was eventually getting random financing here and there from, I believe, some of the actor's parents who were willing to contribute. And That's crazy. And right at the deadline when he was struggling, he couldn't think of where to get any more money. He actually got it from MC Hammer.
1: What? Who, MC Hammer? MC
2: Hammer, he had met him years earlier while he was working, I believe in a museum. MC Hammer was there checking out some new digital film equipment uh-huh. and was asking if anyone knew anything about the equipment and Justin Lin was there. He got to talking to him, was telling him how he was a student, graduate student. He was hoping to become a filmmaker one day himself. So MC Hammer, at the end of the conversation, you know, gave him the number, Call me That's That's eventually. That's crazy. So, Hammer
1: you know, time. He,
2: Pulled the Hail Mary out at the end. Sent uh, MC Hammer the script. MC Hammer loved it. Gave them the financing the next day. Holy shit! And that's that insane. was it. Thank you, MC Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it, insane. That proves the show.
0: Don't be afraid to like ask for what you want. Right. Yeah, you might get it. Like, yeah. you know, you might not. Right. But like, what's what's if he didn't try that, he wouldn't be able to make this movie. No, like, absolutely. B- before the, the Hammer time, did it? Hammer- Sorry, I'm, Hammer- still, I'm still <laughs> shocked. Stop. Yeah, Hammett. Did he parachute in from
2: his parachute pants, and he was uh, like, "Here's the
0: money." Oh, oh, I, uh-oh, I uh-oh, hope so. <laughs>
3: well,
2: rumor has it that he actually delivered it instead of a duffel bag full of cash. It was a pair of parachute pants. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, yeah. The, um, the movie budget two hundred fifty thousand dollars. The premiere weekend, it opened and made. $360,772. Oh, nice. Oh. So opening weekend, it already made back the, more than the budget. That's good to hear, because I was afraid it was going to be one of those, like, it made $10, and then right. like five years later, people realized it was it was, it was a movie worth watching. Right. I, th- I think the fact that MTV Films picked it up after Sundance, yes. it was their first film acquisition. Oh, nice. So I think it's the first independent film they ever acquired, MTV wow. Films. And I think that had a lot to do with the um, movie doing as well as it did, right? but um, yeah, gross-wise, because it made, overall, $3.8 million U.S. box office. Jeez. Wow. That's
0: a giant hit based on that budget. I never uh, looked down on MTV Films, because even though it might look silly in the start of a movie, like it's not going to be serious or well done, right? but uh, they, when they produced Hustle & Flow in 2005, it's one of my favorite movies, and I remember specifically being like, if MTV Films could... Have the wherewithal to make this movie. I'm giving them mm. like I'm giving them credit, you know.
1: After watching this movie, it didn't seem like a movie that I can't envision seeing it in theaters for some reason. Like it seems like
0: seems like home video like movie. Yeah,
1: or like. A film no, I mean, festival movie, yeah, yeah, like right. an indie,
0: like not something exactly, I not necessarily, be, necessarily yeah. not, a I don't made know why for I home video. With, <laughs> I meant yeah, more indie budget.
1: Yeah, is. not necessarily a TV movie because I feel like that has a different vibe. But it just it felt like very uh, raw.
2: Something maybe you'd see late night on HBO.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: That, that you just you've never heard of it before, but it's there.
1: It's yeah. like critically acclaimed. Like it had that like, I don't know, original feel. I guess.
0: Yeah. I, I could see how you feel. I, uh, that makes sense to me. If that makes
1: sense I
2: yeah. remember I just remember uh, seeing commercials for it when I was a kid, well, uh, however old I was, 2002, probably 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. And just being, wow, this movie looks like it's so different. The The way that they had the trailer stylized and edited, it was great. Oh, I'd love to Made see the trailer.
1: Uh, I should have looked that up before some, we started.
2: some pretty good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. And if I, if I could go back to it for a second, the financing was a bit of a problem for him to uh, find. I think one of the main reasons for that was because he, just Justin Lin, had a all-Asian-American cast <laughs> in this film. Yeah. And that was a problem. And <laughs> I mean, yeah, back then. Like, that I was, know it wasn't I, that long ago, but like... That was a big thing back then. I think it was the first movie of its kind.
1: That's insane.
2: And uh, especially with the story that they tell mm-hmm. is uh, definitely not the stereotypical story that you would expect right
1: it's not your stereotypical like asian student like goody two-shoes smart or i I don't know i
0: feel like it's 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 it twists it so it almost makes because it has elements of that but then it deviates in all these crazy ways so i think it's like he's actually commenting on the types of roles asians usually play yes by
1: making
2: them play all these traditionally uh, white roles i
1: can't wait till we talk about the actors in this because
0: even i remember do you remember 21 the kevin spacey card i do
2: similar concept but completely
0: different uh, execution in in real life all the kids were asian-american and then when they made the movie, uh, and they were like, they put like one Asian in the crew, but it was like Jesse, right. was, was it Jesse Eisenberg? I don't even remember. Uh, oh, um, maybe not. I be thinking of the magic movie. I think yeah. it was a kid from that, uh, across the universe. Yeah. 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 So even when that movie came out, which was way after this, like they had a dope ass story that was kind of similar to this with all a- Asian American people. And they were just like, well, we can't sell this. Completely... Right. And so you got to give Lin credit for like taking a limb on this. Like it well, could have blown up in his face money wise. He might yeah. not have made the money. Well,
2: Actually, that was part of the problem was he was he had a financer who was willing to give him two million dollars, but he wanted to change the character of Ben to a white character oh. and have Macaulay Culkin cast as Serious the role. And he had not he didn't want that at all. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin.
1: That is not. No, not. <laughs> is, it, is that a gun? Ah! <laughs> and this
2: is a 2002 macaulay culkin i'm not sure what he was even doing yeah. at that time Oh man, it was like the awkward in between stage
0: uh, yeah i feel like he some some celebrities they'll just disappear and then all of a sudden they just pop back into existence and we're like hey it's you again yeah, so, like, yeah. he's back now but like at- well, culkin was gone for a
1: while no yeah. i'm more of a fan of his brother
0: there's rory and then there's another culkin Kieran. She likes Kieran. Kieran. Oh, I like Kieran Culkin. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like Rory Culkin because he's in Scream 4. All right. uh. He's
2: the middle brother, right?
0: Yeah, I think he might have been the one in uh, Signs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think believe that was so. Rory. <laughs> oh, the Culkins of the clan. <laughs> <laughs> the Culkin clan. I cannot
1: imagine him in this movie at all. No, Like you know, as the lead?
0: Would, yeah, as the lead. <laughs> Did yeah,
2: this
1: that's... financer read the script? <laughs> that's
0: crazy, <laughs> though. That's awesome.
2: And then there was another financer who was willing to give him money but I believe she wanted to be the star.
1: Uh, <laughs> from, from that's a I way heard. to break into show business.
2: <laughs> yeah, I bought
0: my way into this movie. Uh, yeah, that's I'm glad been yeah. stuck to his guts. Right? It's it's risky and scary, you know. Like if like because if Saved this failed, all that credit card stuff it could have put him in debt for. Oh, definitely. Right. Almost all the rest of his life if he didn't play his cards right. Especially he
2: was uh, he was still a graduate student. He mm-hmm. was uh, working as a TA
0: this seems like it was, like, the end, towards the end of, like, that indie boom that blew up in the 90s with, you know, like, El Mariachi and Kevin Smith and a little bit with Tarantino, but I think he had some funding for Reservoir could Dogs. Could uh, So, it was, like, that era of just, like, make a like, put all your money, put your eggs right. in the basket and you might make it. And, like, I feel like Lynn must have been one of the last ones in that, in that, like, the Maybe. of that.
2: Pretty far off from it, but it also kind of reminds me of, like, the beginning of the Garden State era in some ways. Yeah. I get that. Especially, like, certain scenes in the movie. I'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. But... There's one scene in particular that I was like, oh, I think Garden State did something like that, but that came after.
0: Oh, nice. I'll be interested because I never actually saw Garden State, so oh. I What? Uh... I never saw Garden State.
1: Are you serious? Ah. How have I seen Garden State?
0: I don't know. I
2: thought you, thought you loved Zach, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Getting off topic
1: <laughs>
2: So, Masha, Andy... Have you heard of this movie before I mentioned it to you? I know I have talked about it in the past with one of you. <laughs> Which one Which was one? it? Which one? <laughs> find, out, find out after the break.
0: Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah, so what do you guys think of it? I didn't really say what you're going to expect. Yeah, it's pretty much but, the same is all we got. Right. So yeah. How did it hit you, Masha?
1: I'd never heard of this movie before. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Since I didn't know about the movie, I didn't know it was an all-Asian cast, and that was unfortunately caught me by surprise, you right. know? Like, But, I mean, we'll talk about it more later. But, uh, yeah, I didn't know anything about this movie. All right, awesome. <laughs> so, sure it is.
0: Cool. So, yeah, I had heard of this movie. I Definitely from you. I mean, we've talked a bunch of times in the past. And you actually, when I invited you on the show, you were like, finally, I can force yeah, you to watch the movie. That was, been- that was one of the <laughs> things I was really
2: looking forward to is, like, for years I've been watching movies and I know Andy's a movie lover. Mm-hmm. And I just always want to see what he thinks his opinions or try to get him to basically love something what i love
1: yes especially since or he l- assumes that love
2: something that i love yeah. <laughs> especially
1: Sorry. since he assumes that you know a lot of the stuff you're talking about he's like eh. yeah like That's this is a, a great Usually platform, the initial reaction right? <laughs> is like
2: ah, i'm not sure i'll maybe i'll watch it yeah. eventually. Right. so this one
0: I, I was almost sure i was gonna like it and i have no good reason or excuse of why i never checked it out it's just like I don't know, we talk on the phone, we'll recommend like 12, 13 movies by the uh, time it's over. It's hard to catalog it all. To also- be fair, I do watch a
2: lot of trash. <laughs> <laughs> In between the good ones. No. Like, uh...
0: What, it Takes Two? The- <laughs> hey, hey, you hey, watch your mouth. That's a classic. <laughs> Alright, not outnumbered. <loud> <laughs> I knew about this movie before talking to you about it, um, but I had no idea what it actually was about or anything. I just kind of knew there was a movie called Better Luck Tomorrow, directed by Justin Lin. But I could have sworn it was about I thought it was going to be like a, a a straight up crime movie similar to like a guy Richie snatch or Lockstock but with all Asian American people With a
2: title like that I could see that
0: Yeah and I've uh, <laughs> I've always kind of seen the poster with the four guys looking cool so I just kind of thought it was maybe like a Reservoir Dog thing so mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be about like like people in the 20s who are criminals and like a full-on crime drama Right So I was completely surprised to find out it was uh, like a high school kind of basically a high school movie really like i don't even know
2: without any other mm. twists very mature high school students but uh in some ways <laughs> yeah for sure so some ways not so much yeah. definitely definitely not mature in many ways
1: <laughs> um but you love justin lynn
2: yeah i definitely love justin Lin. you
1: love is... facet furious exactly
0: <laughs> so i was you know we'll, we'll wait to get to the juicy stuff about this but juicy i did hear about this movie even not just from our conversations just from my rigorous of, like, looking stuff up about movies when I'm bored. And so, <laughs> oh, do you do that? <laughs> yeah, so So uh, after seeing fa- a bunch of the Fast and Furious, I started reading into them, and then I noticed Justin Lin directed, like, four or five in a row. He did from three to six.
1: What a budget jump to go from a right? tw- $250,000 movie to, like, a multi-million dollar. that's million what blew dollars. my
0: mind, because I the whole time I was talking about this movie, I know... Originally, we thought, like, maybe it was 1999 and then it was 2002 and it's not that many years apart. But that is only one year before his first Fast and Furious movie. Wow. So he did go directly into, like, high-budget Blackbusters and
2: seamlessly. He actually didn't even want to do Tokyo Drift. Really? Yeah. He thought it was going to, like... Go against his indie roots, probably. He, he, he just wasn't into it, and he, he had a whole bunch of reasons why. I didn't get a chance to hear any of them. I don't know. Maybe they are written somewhere, but it was just what he was telling the producers or the people that his agents uh-huh. were trying to get him to do his movie. Mm-hmm. I'll get more into why he eventually decided to do the movie. Yeah, later. I def- that's
0: the story I want to hear. Yeah. Um, but before we just jump in and talk about all that stuff, before we go to that, do you have any more stories about your first time seeing it, or is it more just like... You don't remember exactly, you just kind of, that happens a lot to us. But. Um,
2: I definitely didn't see it in theaters. I wasn't old enough to see any R-rated also, movies on ma- my own. I got to
0: imagine it wasn't like a nationwide, every single theater release. I might be wrong, but it didn't seem, it seemed probably like it Probably not. It was probably like select cities. You know, the way like Major. New York and LA, like you have to go to the city to see something.
1: Yep
2: right
0: yeah, so that's that's my guess i, I didn't i do not look
2: that up possibly but. i know it was uh distributed at paramount pictures
1: yeah mm. yep so okay. yeah
0: all right so david you know we we gave you our initial thoughts but you did pick this movie for a reason and you picked it for us for a reason so what are some of the reasons you love this movie and why did you pick it for us to watch
2: well i guess you know i have to first start off by saying you know i i, I love the aesthetics of the movie visually it's very striking i love the fact that it's on film yeah I love the effects that he uses with the low budget that he had to do this movie to really keep you enticed. Mm-hmm. I love the themes that he covers. You know, Justin Lin. He's got a he had a lot of great concepts that he wanted to bring to this movie, and I think he executed everything very well. Mm-hmm. I love the genre bending aspects of it, where one minute you'll be laughing, and the next you'll be feeling nervous or sick to your stomach. Yeah, yeah, that's and. Great. It happens – it's a roller coaster of a movie, and every time I watch it, I love watching it. The fact that it was shot in 2002 and you know I was a child back then, it's very nostalgic for me. Just memories of seeing the commercials on TV, memories of watching the movie, the memories of the styles in the movie and the way kids talk and act mm-hmm. and all that. It just – it comes together to make a whole little pie that I love. Nice. Yeah, I I'll love take, that. will take a bite out of it anytime I, I can. I love it.
0: And what? Uh, what about us made you pick it? I mean, obviously you love it, but like.
2: Well, um, there's some connections to this movie to other movies that I know the both of you are fans of. Ooh, and so for later. <laughs> so I wanted to. That makes perfect sense. I really wanted <laughs> to get you guys both to uh, to watch it. We gotta catch up with our family and see what they've
3: been doing. I don't have friends. I
2: got family. Yeah, my first time watching it, I think, actually might have been on MTV. Oh. So I probably saw an edited version, oh, unless man. they were th- showing something late at night. But oh,
1: edited version. I remember,
2: you know, seeing it. I loved it, even back the first time I saw it. So
1: you saw it on MTV when you were like a teenager, like 13? Right. Got it.
2: And then years later, I probably the movie popped back into my head. I was like, I want to watch that again now that I'm a little older. Mm-hmm. have a different perspective on it. Did it again. Really enjoyed it. I love that with
0: teen movies where you watch them as teens and you love them one way. And then when you get older, you get – like if they're still good, you watch them, but they're like a different – Appreciate it. Yeah, Yeah. more. Like like you could side with the kids when you're
2: 17. And then when you're older, you're like, you guys,
0: come on. Get it together.
2: (laughs) Definitely. And, you know, I've done the same thing several – like several years apart up until now. And every time I enjoy it Mm -hmm. and – you know just the fact that it was shot on film and it's that last era that you really get to see movies on film and that warm that warm tone and the little what dust particles those? and yeah. all those mm-hmm. yeah yeah what what are they called oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, right. do you know what those black spots on the film are called? I forgot. Right. Well, <laughs> I we'll figure this, it out I later. Cut
2: this out. I don't know. I know <laughs> the ones with in the middle of the movie when they have to switch film reels are the cigarette burns. Oh, you like that? Let me guess. From Fight Club. Masters of Horror. Oh, and I, Oh yeah, John Carpenter, the cigarette
0: burns. Yeah. Burn. Oh, that was the last. Uh, I love John Carpenter, but I think that was like the last great thing he directed. Could be. Because I saw The Ward in 2010, and it was not. Like,
2: I don't think I saw that one. Oh yeah. It's a, a hard skip might have stopped somewhere uh-huh. around ghost of mars <laughs> oh that, that's a hard skip too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> going over anyone's head anyone yeah. it, <laughs> <are you serious?
0: laughs> john carpenter made halloween
1: <laughs> yes i know okay oh. i know that i oh. just don't know anything else
0: oh, okay. no. ghost of mars uh I pretty... Cube, and some other people go to Mars and fight ghosts, I mean, Yeah, I oh, around the same time know. of Chronicles of Riddick. So they tried to do like an astronaut horror movie, but it, was kind of, <laughs> it came off kind of silly. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot to jump into because, spoiler alert on my thoughts, I thought it was pretty unpredictable, which I can love when I can say that because I, I feel like it's easy to kind of predict the three-act structure of most movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited right. to talk about this. So I'd say we just kind of jump in and we'll talk. We'll stay
2: spoiler-free for this part um, and just kind of talk about the plot and what we thought about it. <laughs> So what do you think about that opening scene? It, it feels like, to me, there's that whole very dreamy aspect to it. Uh-huh. The lighting stays fairly dreamy throughout the entire movie, it seems like, but it was especially dreamy in the beginning. Yeah, is- it
0: would already be jumping ahead, so I'm not going to talk about it really. But once you figure out where in, in the story this takes place, it's kind of crazy the way that like they, they're acting a little dreamy because they're a little... You know, they're not all there right in the moment. So it's cool in the beginning. You don't really have an explanation to it. So I liked it. I was immediately intrigued.
2: Yeah. So the movie starts off. The first two characters we meet are two of the main characters played by Perry Shen and Jason Tobin.
0: So which one was Virgil and which one was Ben?
2: Virgil is Jason Tobin. Okay. He's in a couple of other things. You know him in Tokyo Drift. Oh, he's in Tokyo Drift? He was. He plays a character. I think his name is Earl. I want to say.
1: Oh, he doesn't what? play himself? <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> what does he do in the Like I, I'm not going to remember
0: people's names. But, he like, was
2: uh, kind of like the mechanic, the tuner, like the ludicrous of the crew. I think I might remember that. He had wow. an English accent or Australian accent uh, or something like
0: that. proves I'm way too behind on a rewatch of the first. Yeah, I kind of
1: want to rewatch it too. You lot are a disgrace to drifting. Sean, how many transfer cases have you been through this week?
2: Reiko. Reiko-chan. That love bug that you drive? only good for one thing and that's taking a surfboard to the beach <laughs> twinkie
3: <laughs> you drive a minivan and you can't drift huh
2: what is this like the special olympics of drifting so you know from that he's also in a newer more recent show on cinemax called warrior mm-hmm. which is actually executive produced by justin lynn and it's based on. Uh, he takes care of his actors. Yeah. He does take care of his actors. There's like a whole family right there. Oh,
1: family. family.
2: Sound, sound familiar? Oh man. I guess I guess you could say he doesn't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> He's got family. Um, he doesn't have he doesn't have cast. He's th- got family. I
1: I bet he likes to crack a Corona with his family every uh, now and then. Oh, <laughs> you know A, a
2: Nice uh, Sunday barbecue. Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and That's- I I would just like to mention too, like from the beginning of the movie obviously I'm coming in not knowing anything right. about it, but I thought it was going to be a straight-up comedy just the way it was shot, like, you know, the one guy going off and just talking and the other oh, one yeah. not really caring. Like, There's, there's it, always
0: the the one crude friend and the one, like, more, like, the, the quieter friend, you know, yeah. like, everything from super bad to, like, that's the duo, so it's right yeah. off the bat they establish that Virgil's talking that, about some girl with big boobs or something right. like that. That's Virgil. I thought it was going to be yeah. one of those movies. Exactly, yeah, and uh, plus, yeah, you get the classic, like, the, the, the snapshot, uh, What's it called?
2: The snapshot introductions. Yeah, of each character. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought
0: that was stylish. So yeah, that's what I got right from the beginning of the movie, where I was like, I could obviously tell it was low budget. Like you could just from the look of the film, it didn't look like as crisp as a cinematic movie does. Definitely. So it's you could tell it was low budget, but I loved that he used a lot of easy, not easy, a lot of in-camera tricks, um, like you know, slow motion, fast motion, all the stylish editing. And that's all a bunch of ways that aren't expensive, if you know what you're doing, to make your movie not seem as like low-budget as it is. So right. I think like, despite how low that budget was, which is was crazy, this dude has a lot of tricks up his sleeve to make it seem like it's a bigger, more expensive mm-hmm. movie than cool. it
2: is. Now, do those tricks come off better on film than they do digitally, or does that make a difference?
0: Um, I, f- I, don't, I can't say for regu- for every single person who watches movies, but me, since I know the difference of digital editing and physical editing... To me, it's more impressive when I know the work went into it to right. do it physically. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it's not work to do it digitally, but it's a little bit different when you're just kind of swapping effects in and out. Definitely. As opposed to like snipping film and really like committing to the idea.
1: Oh, yeah. And <laughs> sometimes I will say, you know, editing stuff myself, some things just happen on accident like that you just realize when you're in, you know, premiere happy or whatever. Accidents. Oh, yeah. Yeah, happy accidents. And, you know, with film, you have to be more purposeful and like think about what you're trying to do yeah so.
0: yeah i feel like with the budget they had here everything had to be pre-planned mm-hmm. because you, you can't really be rolling excessively for no reason yeah uh so yeah right from the beginning that's what jumped off to me which i thought was
2: really awesome
1: and then they discover a body <laughs>
2: yeah pretty immediately well, it's a it's in a pretty uh, interesting way also virgil's there talking about whatever ladies he's talking about but he's also talking about early admissions to college so this is the first time we also learn that all right, these are some smart kids. Yeah. They they clearly know their a thing age, or two, too. like you yeah. know
0: right away that they're like basically high school seniors or juniors, I guess if it's early admissions. I don't I, know how I that think
2: works. I think he mentions that like he can't wait to get the fuck out of there mm-hmm. a year early. Yeah. So I I'm a yeah, ma- they,
0: and they say later they're 16 like later in the movie. Yeah, yeah, so cuz he, he turned 17. Right. So yeah, yeah, so I think they're juniors but he's about to skip senior year cuz he's so smart. That's
2: also another thing. I mean, it's 2002. They're sitting there, they got their pagers, they're smoking cigarettes in the lawn chairs oh yeah it's, it's like being 16 i remember like oh that that's like the the cool thing to do i guess oh yeah for sure for sure but and, um <laughs>
1: i was not doing these <laughs> things I, mean, I, I,
2: was, I wasn't sitting there like that but no but i know what you
0: mean like it's especially i mean yeah it's i, I feel like it's a bit commentary on suburban life too they oh yeah a few times because they're they're all they're bored and they tend to vandalize things at night which is just be- – and, like, literally just out of, like, what else why else? What else should we be doing? Right. But I like that uh, – yeah.
2: oh, yeah, but I think we were just saying how the, the pagers go off. The pagers go off. They, they hear a pager going off. They both look at their pages, realize it's neither of theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind of get this worried look on their face, and they start crawling on the lawn. Right. And they go – this f- clearly fresh sodding that is being put down. Yeah, and... they
0: start digging it up, and then uh, that's when you first see the dead hand, and then, like, a going off <laughs> – uh,
1: right and from then on it's them flashing back to four months earlier and that's where that's we pretty kinda... much where the story goes from yeah. There, yeah which yeah. is a crazy start i was not expecting that right. at all
2: so right right away the stakes are set yep i know uh <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm big, I'm <laughs> you hear that
1: head. andy they're right here
0: <laughs> yeah i like it and it kind of just like it, it kind of lets you just not forget what kind of movie you're watching. So it might lull you into like this is all a teen comedy about a guy who wants to get the girl and is nervous about college. Yeah. But that whole time you're remembering, you know, it's Chekhov's gun. You're remembering in the back of your head, like, there's this gun of a dead body that's Mm -hmm. gonna go off at some point. Yeah. And you're just like don't know when you're gonna get there. Right. It's kinda cool. It kinda gave me a little bit of like dread throughout the whole movie. That like no
2: matter how good things were going for these guys, right. I'm like eventually they're gonna have a dead body. In <laughs> and then there's always that guessing game of who whose body is it. Yeah,
1: I will confess that I completely forgot about the dead body last night. Oh, <laughs>
2: they do a, they do so- a pretty good job of making like <laughs> yeah. sucking you into the story. Right, that's hilarious. So
1: like when it started to get dark later on, I was like, oh. Right, was like, <laughs> there was a whole dead body. I knew at the this top. was coming.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why did I expect anything different? That's great because
1: they, I I feel like Justin did a great job of like establishing like what this high school experience is for these characters that I completely forgot about. You know, for sure. right? Exactly. That like
2: that also brings up the point to me of uh, you know they're going through their high school lives. We start learning about you know Ben. Ben is the uh, basically the main character played by Perry Shan. Yeah after we we learn about the body we it cuts to four months earlier we started seeing ben's daily routine he's clearly very studious very studious motivated kid he uh does 200 something free throws every day yep he studies for the sats he learns a new word every day he's feeding his fish yeah Yeah. he's just keeping uh, a goldfish alive is a skill oh yeah
0: or the voiceover is telling
2: us that
0: he's doing this all as a goal to get into a great college. Right. Everything he does, he's like, oh, even if it's a bad experience, he goes like, oh, maybe, but at least it'll look good on my college letter. Right, right. He's He's got a cruddy job. Yeah, just because it looks good that he works after school, you know. Yeah.
1: One thing I thought that was very interesting is seeing these teenagers put those pressures on themselves. I didn't, We didn't see one parent in this entire movie.
2: Yeah, I kind of like that. Right? It,
1: yeah. I, I thought that was a very interesting choice. It was
2: that we hear them talk about their parents sometimes, but we don't ever see any of them. And I was thinking about that before we watched this time. And then I finally caught it where they say, you know, they're so... Um, they're so smart and they're doing all these they're over i guess you could say overachieving or they're highly achieving students and they're in all their academic clubs doing all the extra extracurricular activities to get into college yeah Mm -hmm. so their parents leave them alone they Mm -hmm. say you know like we could stay out till 4 a.m we're saying we're studying yeah because they're honor students and they have
0: all the trust in the world as long as they get the good grades which is the like i was saying earlier the fun twist on i feel like normally in most american movies at this time the asian characters would just be studious and that's their whole characteristic right, right. and i like that this has given us like a look behind them where are like hey just because on the outside they're getting good grades and they're the smartest kids in the class uh-huh. doesn't mean that they they couldn't do some dark things get into the bad stuff like different kind of kids are, are all yeah. over the place right cool.
1: do you want to tell us a little bit about the other characters too that we we meet
0: i well, mean yeah because i want to jump I mean, I, oh, sure. I, I know we're going to just get a huge, we're going to get a huge detour, so we might as well just get it over with, because <laughs> the huge elephant in the room. Well, we've,
2: uh, well, first of all, there's Virgil, oh, yeah. who we, who we who also know he's... That's not who I'm talking about. <laughs> Vir- Virgil's a bit of a mess-up, right? Calm
1: down. Yep. Yeah. Virgil's a bit of a mess-up. So mess excited.
2: Up <laughs> and you usually need someone to keep someone like that in line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this case, it'll be his older cousin. cousin. Yeah. Played by the actor Sun Kang. Yep. You may know as Han in The Fast and the Furious.
1: Andy is cheesing (laughs) right now. He
2: is so happy. You may also know him as Han in Better Luck Tomorrow. Exactly. Oh. So Masha, when you saw him pop up, what'd you think?
1: I was like, oh snap, that's Han. And then I think a character said his name was Han. And I was like, Whoa. Did
0: you immediately Go like that's the same Han, or did you just think it was like like he just played two Hans?
1: Well, at first, my first thought was that's weird that he has the same name. But then I remembered that you told me Uh, that uh, Justin Lin likes to have him in each one of him his films.
0: Yeah, but maybe not everyone. But yeah, like okay, he he he,
2: they they work together a lot. So yeah, so so I was really excited when he popped up, and he's sitting there smoking a cigarette in front of a muscle car, a classic American muscle car. Yeah.
1: That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so it's literally—it's not even just the same actor. Like that's—that is the same character that, is Han. That, they, that makes it into Fast and
2: Furious. They have stated Justin Lin has stated it is literally the same character. So it's like this is a prequel to the Fast and Furious franchise. For that so character. he goes
1: from Cali to Tokyo. Yeah. That's
0: no, because cool. timeline of Fast and Furious is all backwards. So he goes oh. from Cali to Mexico. Which oh, right. Is where he
1: meets Dominic Toretto. I was trying
0: to put it together because the first time in the timeline we see him is Fast and Furious when they're robbing that gas truck in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you think he went to... M- oh, never mind. Yeah. Well, it's, well,
2: well. well <laughs>
1: that that's the whole
2: thing about this movie is, in a way, you could look at it as the Han prequel to The yeah. Fast and the Furious. You learn what makes Han Han. So how'd you end up over here anyway? Well, you know those old westerns? Where the cowboys make a run for the border? This is my Mexico. You see this movie, throughout the movie, he's chain-smoking cigarettes, which... Contrary to um, what's what's her name, the uh, Superwoman, Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot. Gal, ca- contrary to what Gal Gadot says, he does not smoke unfiltered cigarettes. If you pay attention, he's smoking filtered, not.
1: Did Galgado Gal Gadot say he smoked unfiltered? Yeah,
2: she says. I- but judging by the way you're always eating those snacks, I imagine you used to smoke two uh, packs a day, probably unfiltered. Oh, oh, this well, is obviously. a
3: direct quote. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. we got I, another hardcore fan here. <laughs>
1: You got out of the
3: military probably at the same time you quit smoking. The amount of chips you eat, the way you always have to keep your hands and mouth busy. You were a two pack a day man for sure. Unfiltered.
0: That's the curious Hans. One of his characteristics is he's always snacking, and they did that because I don't know if you came across this, but I just read this once a long time ago where. The, because Fast and Furious is a PG 13 franchise, they didn't want to have any of their heroes oh, smoking cigarettes. Because okay. uh, they kind of keep that to villains and stuff like that, or in, in mainstream movies, you know? Yeah. Kids enjoy it and shit like that. So they made him change Han to an ex smoker, and then they made him like snacking on chips. His habit, because it like it's his oral fixation. Right, always his, something to he's his always mouth. Needs, he's got that thing. Because yeah, no, in this movie, he smokes a cigarette every
2: time he has a. And a doesn't speech. he look cool as hell doing uh, it? He's I, one of the coolest okay. cigarette smokers I've seen in a I'm while. I'm sorry,
1: but like, how does he have like such coolness? His like just. Is out of <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen someone who looks so cool, yeah. and yeah. he's like. I don't, uh, never and mind. I thought
0: his character was supposed to be like five years older than all of them. I was so surprised he was in high school he's, with them. Right. I agree. Because I was like, because they said my older cousin, but I guess they meant a year. Yeah, because he was much more mature. If they told me he was 24 Seeming. and they were all 17, I would have believed yeah. it. You yeah. know what I mean? I agree. Um, and uh, you
2: just seemed not even just taller, like because Derek or Rock. <laughs> De- <laughs> I thought it was Derek. Dayrock? until i started doing the research for this movie and then i read it wrote as derek d-a-r-i-c oh
1: derek
0: which is crazy yeah like Derek's tall but like he still seemed young like like <laughs> Han just had such a coolness to him uh-huh yeah like it was not even that like how big he was it was more just like he just seemed mature as hell how he carried him carries himself yeah like he just seemed like a, he didn't seem like an awkward teenager so I like, don't know I was, I was like holy shit
1: I'd <laughs> argue that Derek was a little older for like he, he seemed a little older <laughs> as okay. well like if you put if you put Han and Derek together in a shot and then put Ben and Virgil together <laughs> in a sh- like compare the could, two. Yeah.
0: Wait, was Derek their age or was he a senior? Maybe he was Derek a was a senior. He okay. was. Uh, he was yeah, yeah. I know, but... He's
2: the kid, I guess, should we describe him now or should we continue? Because Han, a real, real fast... Yeah, I, I love talking get, about Han. Getting, can't t- I could talk about mm-hmm. Han all day. I was really looking forward to seeing your guys' reactions actually when <laughs> you noticed Han on the screen, if you'd get it right away or if it took a moment. Yeah. Because yeah. the first time that I saw this movie, after watching all the Fast and the Furiouses and realizing how much I love them, I could watch Fast and the Furious 5 all day. Oh, you're in good company. I yeah. love Fast and Furious. What is it? Fast 5, forgive me. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Side note: the only way to watch Fast and Furious movies in theaters in in 4DX. Oh. Ooh, if we crazy. ever go back to theaters, that's but, the way to watch Fast yeah. and Furious movies. If they, never um, it's simulated viewing, so your chairs move like with the cars. That sounds yeah. like Um, and like a must if, do if they're going say, through like wind and stuff. You get a gust of wind or a gust of water. I don't think 4DX works awesome. on
0: every movie because I think you can't translate a lot of action movies into sitting in a seat. So like when you do it with Spider Man, it just seems disorienting because like they're trying to move you like oh yeah flinging. but because fast and furious is all the characters are sitting and driving
2: it's made for it
0: yeah it is it's made for it like the turns they go left you go left like so it's that's so cool it's pretty fucking hot because yeah. we saw eight and Hobbs and shaw Hobbs that way and right shaw. yeah yeah oh so good and whenever fast night five gets released yeah oh, i'm there the
2: return of han the return of justin <laughs> Lin also and justin lynn yeah speaking he, of he stopped
0: after six he made three four
2: five and six since you mentioned him i want to get back into it The only reason that Justin Lin agreed to do Tokyo Drift Uh was because... He wanted to work Han back into a story because he liked the character so much. Nice. So he wrote Han into Tokyo Drift. Nice. And, uh,
0: do you think it was? Do you think he thought it was gonna be his only chance making a, a to- uh, one of these? Like he didn't. Obviously, he didn't think he was gonna be like the, the the guy who directs most of the franchise. Right. So do you think that's why he killed Han in it? Because he just thought like I'm one and done. And I'm just gonna be able to like maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would guess. And then it, they probably offered him four or five and six, and he was just big like, they, mistake. They, they saw what a
2: reaction they got from that movie. Yeah. And the but character. that was awesome
0: because. And they just turned the t- they just made all the other Fast and Furious movies prequels to Tokyo Drift. Oh, yeah, just in order to keep Han alive. Yeah,
1: I, gosh, they just didn't they didn't recognize how charming he is. Like on set, like I don't know
0: why he's not in a bunch of other movies. To he, be honest, he
1: needs to be the lead on like a lot of movies. Like when I
0: saw. Him, uh, it's the trailer's fault for spoiling this so I'm not, take, I'm not taking credit for spoiling it but when he shows up in the trailer for Fast 9 and he's back and he's just standing there all cool it's yeah. just like you're looking, so you're looking cool. at James Dean over here like he's mm-hmm. so fucking awesome oh my gosh alright we couldn't go. we, can get we love <laughs> all right. we, but that, was what, that was like the elephant in the room I feel
1: like everyone I feel like all of us have a crush on him <laughs> <laughs> way
0: we're talking I about I mean him. I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> he's fantastic he, he's he should play cool uh, Luke Kang in a Mortal Kombat movie It would be, be bad. pretty awesome
2: so anyway, um, you mentioned Derek before. We all mentioned Derek. Yep. Derek is the fourth of the main characters. Yeah. Yes. He is the kid who is in charge of basically every club at school, extracurric- extracurricular activities. Yeah, he's popular. He's on. He's a varsity athlete. Only tennis. Don't get too excited. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: That that was a funny line. Yeah, yeah, I
2: think that was the first line that actually got me to like,
0: like <laughs> I, where I like, laughed. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a pretty funny movie. Right. Before I didn't think he was gonna be a main character because he in the beginning he just like shows up every once in a while mm-hmm. and so literally one of my notes is just school journalist is a creep it's just like the way he was asking him he's like hey why don't you take this cheat
2: sheet I don't ask anybody to do this like oh, he was yeah. like oh, he was like very sensual the way he was talking <laughs> and I was like yo back off dude like right like, just, like like it was the most important thing in the world and yeah like Ben's not into you man yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's the first time we really get a taste of Derek. Well, not the first time, because we originally meet Derek. I, I
0: was going by, because this movie is very non-conventional, and so I was trying to put all the conventions of high school movies on it, so immediately I thought he was going to be the bully of the movie, and then they were going to, like, get okay. it, get back at him late. Like, he was always going to be against our main character. I right. agree. And then, that's, so I was, That like, was a my shocked impression. When he, like, actually became in their friend group, and, like, Even one when, of them.
2: Yeah, I, it, it seemed like such a fast transition from them not being friends or just being associates mm-hmm. because he's in charge of the academic decathlon team. Yeah. Or whatever yeah.
1: So the interesting thing I thought was obviously they show him he, everybody knows him because he's the head of all of these extracurricular clubs. I thought it, they, the, they positioned him as if like he ruled the school in some way. So I was really yeah. surprised that really it's just other students like Ben and Virgil look up to him and like, but he's not really necessarily seen that way to everybody, to un- in the everybody school. else yeah
0: cuz it's what i liked about it was it's the all asian american cast but it's not it's not like a fantasy it's a fantasy it's not a um, it's not like a school that's entirely asian american like there's right. a, it's a regular old public school with all different races of kids but california only, high school yeah but we're only focusing on on them and like their community yeah. so like to them and all like cuz they're all kind of they're all high high uh, scoring on tests and trying to get into college so, to them in their world, like, the person who's in charge of all the extracurricular he, activities. He's the shit. Yeah. That
1: was awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I, li- I like it because then, like, you this part later where, you know, we run into some other kids and they see, like, how the, the- majority of the school really look- thinks about them. I actually, because I had two questions of things that went over my head that I didn't understand. So, maybe, because you've watched it more than once, so you-, you pick up on it. Let's see. I'm going to do the first one first because it just comes chronologically. What... What that scene when he translates for the woman being abused in the nurse's office? Right. Was that just to show that he's like such a good student? He volunteers. Translate. I I can't get that scene. Yeah, what that was. That's what I got. Okay, because I was like, it was a school nurse. So like, who is this woman? No, I don't think he was at the school. No, I think he was at a hospital. Oh, I thought he was just like he popped into the nurse's office. No, no, no. he volunteers. Just missed it. My bad. (laughs) No problem. Uh, And then the other one was the scene. The car scene where the that car pulls up next to them and the guys have like an Uzi, but they never roll down the windows. So you don't know right. what I'm saying. I didn't really get that.
2: That has to do with the scene right before it. So once the the four main characters get together and they start, you know, event they they first start out doing cheat sheets and then
1: and these cheat sheets are specifically for people taking the SATs.
2: No, I think it was for the decathlon, right? I thought it was just for students in the school because they were charging and making money. He was getting $50 to yeah, make to write ah, out cheat sheets. So yeah, that makes sense. Okay. It, it makes sense that like he he's in charge of all these clubs and he's just selling them to everyone. They know that he's smart. I see. So everybody in the school of is cheating. <laughs> uh,
1: basically. Oh, yeah. Well, Which we learn.
0: It, you see it w- in the beginning when he, he slides his paper over to let that one kid ben. cheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ben does that, and um, you know it's not really spoken about in the movie, but it's just probably told. Like, it probably makes him seem cooler to them, so it's something he does. You know I what see. I mean?
2: That's something I want to also get into is the peer pressure of high school oh my that's God. clearly shown in this movie throughout, and the way that like there's that whole kind of uh, way that guys talk to each other in high school and like treat each other. Oh yeah, and like, it's egg each other on to do things. Yeah, and that's kind of
0: especially like like i mean i don't know i can't speak for now but like when, when we were in high school like that's kind of like how a lot of dude groups operated yeah. where you know you always kind of put each other down you never really hmm. you know like these guys are friends but they were they were a little too
2: emotionally immature to actually be like
0: hey you're my friend you know it was all just like making fun of each other calling each other, hey ladies like okay. you know they're always hitting each other beating, yeah
2: beating the crap out of each yeah, other and, and like, like virgil and han or and han then, yeah like, high school friendships are crazy because like you know,
0: statistically, most people only hang on to one or two, mm-hmm. but you hang out with more people than one or two when you're in high school. So like, you're almost just like, with people just being like, forced, to, you're just, you just happen to be in the same area, you go to the same high school, you're the same age. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I just had people in high school I hung out with who like, I just don't, once high school ended, we just stopped talking. And it wasn't because anything bad happened. It was just like, once you can just like go out anywhere in the world and make your own friends from scratch. Right. It's, you tend to realize the kind of people you actually want to be around. So like, these guys are perfect high school friends, but I wouldn't, See them growing old and being best friends. Like mm-hmm. they seemed pretty like bad for each other almost. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't like true friend. It wasn't the sisterhood of traveling pants or something right. like that. Like,
1: <laughs> so going back to the scene, you had a question about. Oh
2: yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so what happens right before that? Right before that, the um, these kids, you know, they're they started with the cheat sheets. They're evolving. They're starting to do more and more little criminal activities, stealing computers from the school, mm-hmm. yeah, things like that, and they're getting away with it because. They're the highly achieving Asian students who no one would suspect of committing these crimes. Right. And they start thinking, you know, they start getting it in their head that they're tougher and tougher. Yeah. And they they go to a house party. And at this house party is the group of... Maybe football players or other team students. Yeah, and I from like that the school, they, they had the same varsity jacket. That same Derek exact had. varsity jacket that Derek had. Right. So and like on
0: paper, they looked like exactly the same. Yes. Like in terms you, of. You think they were friends? Yeah, exactly. That's it was,
2: what I'm trying to say. But it was like uh, groups of the non-Asian students, mm-hmm. and the second that you know Derek and Ben and Han and Virgil get there, they just start. Basically, like, saying, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, making mm-hmm. fun of them. Yeah, being yeah. Assholes. Saying, what was it? Something about, shouldn't you be at Bible study next door?
1: hmm
2: And they get into a scuffle with these kids. Right. And Which gets serious real fast. It gets real serious because the kid hits Derek. Derek pulls out a gun. Yes. And this is the first time it's like yeah Where did we, this didn't come see, from? we didn't
0: see them buy the guns we didn't see them no. talking about getting guns so like i was shocked i was like oh we're there already everything like, was not. fairly
2: innocent up until then it yeah. was like minor they were like returning, yeah
0: they were returning stuff that they didn't buy for cash yeah. like they weren't Necessarily, like yeah, you didn't think there were people of hurting people. Once the gun came out, I was like, oh, oh, and is, this slope is slippery.
1: I don't remember. Is Derek the first one that we see with the gun? Because yeah, yeah this is the first that was that. The I mix. think that was another reason why it caught us by surprise. Because you'd expect it to be Virgil, because he's yeah. lo- he's a little well, well.
2: Virgil, Virgil loved it the second that this started happening. Yeah. Virgil's right behind him, egging him on. Yeah, more. He's like, do it, do it, shoot him in the face.
0: You run your mom? <laughs> huh? You run the cops? <laughs> No, what? I'm no, sorry, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. What? I'm sorry. Shoot in the face. You it, what? What? Shoot in the face. So if you see any of you in your fuck Jock friends again, I'll fucking All tell right. you. Right.
3: Back off, man. Back off. Want some of this? Ben, Back come off, on. man. Back off. Come on, man.
2: It's a little terrifying watching these emotions come out of this kid. Yeah. And yeah. the way he starts—he starts kicking. The kid on the floor. Oh,
0: I did such a scumbag move. I, was, I hated him in that And moment. then
2: he eggs Ben on to do the same thing. Right. Yep. And, and Ben listens. And we're yes. talking about peer pressure again. Talking about peer pressure. I think it's a big part of this movie, a big part of Ben's downfall throughout the movie is he knows that things aren't right. He's clearly smart enough to know the difference between right and wrong. Mm-hmm. But we haven't talked about it yet. There's a romantic love interest. uh yeah, Stephanie. Stephanie, mm-hmm. who like uh, a chance seat change in biology class leads to them becoming partners and i think this is the first time he realizes that he likes her mm-hmm. or he already liked her and this is the first time he gets close to her he meets her boyfriend played by john Cho. yeah that
0: was probably a big get for this movie because he, oh, yeah. he was already american pie famous he wasn't quite he Kumar cool, yeah but he was he was and, he was uh, a name, I think, for a movie with just right. yeah. low budget. So
2: first time we meet John Cho, he rolls up looking all cool as could be, real like hipster on a bm a white BMW motorcycle, yeah. with his little, with no helmet. Yeah,
1: he's got money. He's
2: cle- <laughs> he's clearly got money, and he picks up Stephanie. He and- was another. One- Sorry, he was another one
0: who I didn't know what age he was till later, where I thought he was. going to I be thought he was like him. a college kid. I yeah, because to like he was picking her up at school, but we yeah. later find out it's because he goes to the private school, not the public school. He's a, uh,
2: yeah. A bit, um, a bit of a risk but yeah, kid. I remember that. I was like, oh, he's probably 22 also, you know? I yeah. And uh, he just comes off, even like the instant you meet him is very pompous, very full of himself. hmm And he picks up Stephanie. And I think that is like what drives Ben to do what he does throughout the movie. I think Ben sees like her with her boyfriend. And then that slowly starts driving him to go in, more into the crime, thinking that's going to make him cooler. Or maybe make him something that she notices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz he doesn't she kind of like only like they do science together, but in the very
0: beginning, I feel like there's not yeah, much of a spark between the two I of them. I don't
1: know that I got that vibe because she clearly like likes him as a person. Yeah. I got the vibe that he was just doing these things because he saw that there was no hope of him getting her, so it's like might as well do all these other things. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, that. that's yeah, just yeah. the vibe that I got. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think I mean, probably a little bit of both. I mean, that's what I liked about this movie is everyone, yeah, like because, like I said, I thought Derek was just going to be the bully, and then I liked that everybody had good and bad sides, and everybody was kind of yeah. fleshed out. But mm-hmm. hang on, because we keep getting off track. Well, no, that that's leading scene.
2: that's yeah. leading back to the car scene. Oh, okay, okay, because that leads back to Ben being so easily coaxed into kicking mm-hmm. this kid on the floor yeah. with the gun. So that all happens. They all get the hell out of there. They run away. They're in their car driving, and everyone's pretty calm except for Virgil who's going crazy talking about how badass it was and how tough he yes. felt. Yeah, I thought
0: that was one of the best acted scenes of the movie. The, the emotion, uh, the range of so, emotion. Yeah. Virgil, like, freaking out in the backseat. And then, because,
2: like, he's going, like, he's, like, really into it and, like, happy it happened and then it goes from that to, like, this like dreaded fear of like i don't want my dad to find out i'm gonna go to juvie he yes. starts like yeah. crying basically He
0: definitely he, he just shows like a couple signs of right. just not being all there mentally but yeah, in- or at least not in control a a of his emotions unstable. could be bipolar yeah could be a lot
1: of things yeah that was i agree the acting in that, that was, in the back seat yeah. was crazy um so
2: yeah so, so what was the meaning of the other guys okay who come up next to them I think that's a group of even more like real gangster Asian kids. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, I got that vibe. So they're like all sitting there, like black beanies, tattoos, earrings, looking like definitely dangerous. Yeah, they all got their Uzis on them too, and they're like kind of threatening. Uzis? What? Uzis? Yeah. Uh, Like little submachine gun. gun.
1: Oh, (laughs) I don't play video games. So
2: I mean, it's also. Just regular
0: gun oh. stuff. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a video game All gun. All right.
2: Uzis. <laughs> yeah, so they're in the car kind of like threatening the Han and Ben.
0: So was that just a co- My question is, was that a coincidence or did that have to do with anything that just happened to them? Or no, it, just it like, didn't
2: have – I think it was just there for like the juxtaposition. Yeah, like thematically. Thematically, yeah. the fact that, you know, they thought they were so tough in the moment right before. Mm-hmm. And then they're up next to these kids who view them the way that everyone else views them. Yeah, oh. and I feel like it also could
0: almost be like a look to like where it could lead if they keep going years and years down the line. Maybe like they could be like right. a little straight, look in the mirror of of, criminals. You know yeah. what I mean? Instead yeah. of the way they can justify it now. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I get it. Okay. I just say, well, at the time I thought like those kids like. I was like, did they hire them? Like, I got I got way too, oh, gotcha. I overthought it. Like I thought uh, that
1: scene was very scary because yeah. they were, like, trying to instigate yeah. that confrontation, they, the folks in the other car, totally. yeah. that I thought it was actually going to go down and that it was oh, yeah. going to be, like, horrible. So that was a very intense scene with Virgil, like, freaking out in the backseat. And everything else happening. is silent. Yeah. Because there's no
2: music. You don't hear the people in the other car. You just see them, like, mouthing words to them through the yeah. glass. And,
0: like,
1: motioning yeah. the guns, like. Yeah. 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 My, <laughs> in my head, I was like, don't look at Virgil. Don't look at yeah. Virgil. Like yeah. I yeah. just thought, if they were to make eye contact, yeah. then something would have definitely went yeah. down.
0: Yeah. It was a good. It was a good. A uh, lot of uh, tension. It was in very tension.
2: Team. So sorry for that detour, but I thought I that was a perfect was a opportunity to get Stephanie into the picture. Oh, because, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah no, she's another big, important big part of the, part that's the movie. A big part of the plot. Huge part of the yeah. Basically like
0: and main gotta part gotta of the dro- plot. We got to drop the John Cho knowledge too, so we got
2: that in
3: there now.
1: I have a question. Yeah. So speaking of Stephanie, right? Ben has a crush on Stephanie, and at one point in the movie, Virgil tells Ben that he's seen Stephanie in a porno. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And he actually ends up showing him this porno, and it looks like her. It does. So it it is her.
2: They they use
0: the same
1: actress. Yeah, yeah. but I don't but know. Well, in, the,
0: in the movie, I don't know if it actually is it's, like
1: it's yes. the same actress,
2: but
0: I don't know. If
1: it's but I, I I'm wondering if you have an opinion on why that's even part of it, or if it's just there to be there.
2: I think that's just uh, something. I've never had that conversation with friends of my, my own, but I've seen it in definitely other stories where it's like, oh, I've definitely seen her in a porno once before. Okay. It's kind of like that fantasy, I guess, high school students, like yeah. high school boys. I think it may be just like to sprinkle in, like, it's a little just like,
0: just to make it seem a little more like natural and real. Like, because not that all teenage boys are like that, but the type that Virgil is playing is uh-huh. totally like that. Yeah. And it was the world before everyone had internet porn too. So like, I'm sure there was a little bit more urban legends about porn when you couldn't just google something. Okay. So I can imagine it was playing off of that a little bit, mm-hmm. I mean, where you know, he was like, "Oh," and then he's like, "I got it." And it was actually like a video cassette.
1: Oh, I see. So, I don't
0: know. To me it just kind of like sprinkled in a little to like teach you what kind of person Virgil is. Okay. Right, where he's not uh he's not the most grounded insane of the of the
3: group.
1: Cool, cuz this this was just one example of a couple of moments that just I thought we're going to go further and they just didn't. They yeah. were just part of <laughs> what was going on. Yeah, I
2: think it's just character building if I had to, if I had to guess. Can I just talk for another minute talking about the whole high school aspect of the movie? Totally. Time in this movie, it seems like there's so much going on in such a condensed period. Mm-hmm. I thought this was taking place over like a year or like months and then you yeah, find sure. out that at, in one scene Ben is talking to Stephanie's boyfriend And he mentions, "Will you take her to winter formal for me?" Yeah, this is another moment where we learn the type of person that John show is playing.
0: Yeah, that was that was a kind of crazy relationship they showed there. But yeah, go on. Yeah,
2: so but we also see Stephanie is like uh, not really like a pushover type of person. Like she's paying for drinks for him, not like accepting his money. That's back in two thousand two, also. Yeah, yeah. And so like, uh,
1: she's independent. <laughs>
0: um, but with the time thing, I think you're gonna say it, so many scenes happened between that and when the winter formal happened. So like, it's it, it seemed like the winter formal was gonna be the yeah, next scene. Yeah. And it was like forty minutes later in the movie. Yeah. Uh, they, they told you the four months earlier in the beginning and i remember that i remembered it at one point halfway through and i was like holy shit all this is happening within yeah, four months because there's
2: they go through such a dramatic change from being like these honor students to straight up drug dealers straight up drug dealers yeah, <laughs> yeah. they and drug users yeah. yes and yeah, um, a, lot, a
0: lot of a lot of ex- exorbitant cocaine use in yeah. this movie
1: yes speaking of John show
0: Root beer float to go. Oh, yeah, that root beer float to go. Root beer
1: float to go was That was such a, <laughs> a weird type. I think it was, like, up
0: until that scene, he was, he, to me, he was like, oh, he's the tough guy. And then he got the root beer float <laughs> to go. And I was like, what, what's up with what this you, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I was like, I'm not scared of him anymore. Like, do you just, like, threatening you holding a root beer float oh, with, with a colorful red and white straw coming at the top?
2: <laughs> John- <laughs> le- le- oh, i sorry.
1: <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, John Cho's character was an interesting one because I feel like even though you got to see different sides of him, you never really got him. Oh, yeah. I oh.
0: Didn't know. Yeah. but it wasn't really yeah because it wasn't really about him but like yeah Yeah. he's in a lot of the movie and he remained a a mystery a lot of his like
1: i just like there was a moment where him and ben were talking and uh ben was like are you gay or something and he goes what do you think and i was like whoa with
2: the smirk on on his face and everything so i was
1: like oh is uh is stephanie a beard like i went through the whole movie thinking Mm. that stephanie was his beard i don't
0: know what that means neither do i
1: Oh, so it's like you date someone <laughs> to pretend that you're straight. Oh, like a cover?
0: Oh, that is a word? Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: It's a t- whole term. It's her beard.
0: Never heard of it. That's pretty cool. All right, awesome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's
2: something so new. The more I, you know. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so I just thought that he was dating her just to have the image that uh, mm. he wasn't gay, but then he is having an affair yeah, with clearly, someone in we his clearly, principle. yeah. So then I was all confused.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and Ben sees that on one of his academic uh, quiz team trips because mm-hmm. they happen to be at that same private school that John Cho going to yeah, yeah. so he's, he's cheating on
0: her he doesn't want to take her to like public events like he kind of he seems really like nihilistic yeah. about it all where he just
2: like thinks he's like this is all bullshit anyway it's all rituals that I don't want to do so right. that's the first time Ben confronts John I can't I keep calling him John Cho I don't know his character we can call him John Steve yeah it was Steve we can Steve. call him John Cho it's fine I'll call him Steve now all right <laughs> Johnny.
0: Um, Johnny. Yeah, because Ben really has no self confidence in the beginning of the movie, and then when he when he goes and confronts yeah. Steve, I feel like that's the first time he's getting a little taste of the power mm-hmm. of like probably because of running the schemes, yeah. and he all of a sudden he's got a he's got a drawer full of money. Although right. he
2: doesn't tell her about it. Oh yeah, no, because yeah, he keeps it for whatever. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, I just feel like it. Um, from there we just see the whole kind of everything snowball. These guys keep doing a little more crime. We just said they're eventually drug dealers. they've they've shown that violence isn't really something that they're afraid of and honestly i I wrote even here i I was like i'm getting like high school goodfellas vibes here like i'm getting like getting shown the taste of the crime seeing mm. the good times and seeing the bad times i was just like this is pretty awesome
2: there's a there's one moment like specifically where i'm like all right this kid has gone a bit too far where virgil for all his like craziness and Perviness and his manic behavior. There's something underneath all that that's kind of like good, good in him, Mm -hmm. because he went out of his way. Like he bought a ton of candy bars because he wanted to win a CD player, and Ben takes it and runs with it, like playing around like high school kids do, and he breaks it, and you could see his heart break. Virgil's heart honestly breaks at this moment. Mm. Yeah, I like that scene. Yeah, again, but I think
0: it's some of the best acting (laughs) because to me that was like. It wasn't about the CD player because they obviously had the money. Yeah, but it yeah. was like the fact that he won a prize and was people liked him yeah, for a good reason. Yeah. Like he was he, he got was his, accepted for doing something. He was bad. a winner.
2: Oh, so the emotions I can't handle happy. it. Yeah. And then and Ben tried to just be like, whatever, it's a piece of shit CD player, and he throws money at it, thinking mm-hmm. that it'll fix the problem. Not even.
0: It, yeah, puts him more on the track of like, all right, I'm I'm gonna be a gangster who does gangster yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, you know, like he doesn't. Yeah. So like that's like you really see him like his conscience is slipping. Yeah, oh my god,
1: was, uh, Virgil needs therapy. Oh,
0: big time. And all the ass whoopings he gets from Han all the time. Um, like, yeah. They call him, I think they said he's like a puppy dog in the beginning where like you yeah know, he drives you crazy and then you look at him and you like almost oh, feel bad you for him. Do, and it's true. He's got that yeah. he's got that thing about him. Yeah, because he always makes he's always the one the first one to make the wrong choice in every situation. Yeah. Like yep. he instigates a lot of the bad yeah. things that happen.
2: Han is definitely a bit uh, a bit aggro in this movie though. He's just like always flicking his cigarettes at Virgil. <laughs> and just, like, oh yeah, Han. He's, he smacking was smacking him in the head. Maybe
0: because uh, you know, he wasn't you were, he wasn't like gonna come in and start smacking Vin Diesel around. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely a little bit more of like a prick in this movie than he is in Fast and yeah. Furious. He well, definitely humbles himself a little bit. Well, I think that
2: has to do with the ending of this movie I mean, yeah, what and exactly. what he goes through. Oh, for sure. Oh, in the just... coming C- Cigarette City. Yeah.
1: Is was there anything else you wanted to mention before we head into the spoiler section? Because yeah, I feel like that will
0: unlock the ability to talk about everything. Yeah. Yes. And I
2: don't think we could go any further without yeah. going into the spoilers because we're at that point right, right now. Yeah. So I say let's dive on into the spoilers. All right.
0: All right, so I think the biggest spoiler is finally finding out the answers to this dead body mystery we've had since the beginning of the movie. Right, the gang kind of, like we said earlier, snowballs into more and more crime until eventually it's too much to handle for Ben, and he decides he just wants out. So they kind of like disband the crew for a little. They you do, know, you know, they stop doing their schemes even though
2: nothing bad technically has happened yet.
1: He chose a good day to tell the crew that he wanted out. He
2: really did. It was uh, <laughs> it was his seventeenth birthday. He had woken up with a bloody nose. After partying with Steve the night before. Yeah.
1: Oh, it. did he party with Steve? He
2: oh. was, he, remember he, he went and he was selling a Coke or whatever it is that he's snorting throughout the movie to Steve yeah. and Steve asked him if he wants to do any. Oh yeah. They get it in the car. They drive to the batting range, batting cages.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that that was right before he woke up. Yeah. I, that so was it, like. It was that a bloody didn't... nose
2: from all the Coke. The yes. Were all I rough. got it
1: that it was from all the Coke, but I forgot that he yeah, had that been was... hanging out with Steve. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. Um. And then, so after they are to spend it for a little while, that's when Steve basically comes up with this crazy plan,
2: which also, back to where we're like, we never know oh. what Steve is thinking. <laughs> yeah. One more thing. Mm-hmm. That morning, his uh, 17th birthday, he wakes up, the goldfish are dead. Yes. Those goldfish that he was doing so well, taking care of.
0: Yeah, his whole routine
2: is shattered. kind Kind of yeah. symbolic of that. And the words that he's been looking up throughout the movie for the SATs, right. kind of go along with the plot if you oh, pay attention sure. to them. That was
1: a nice recurring Yeah,
2: name. I wrote that
0: too. Like, it just basically foreshadowed the next, like, handful of scenes. It did. Um, which I liked a
2: lot.
1: Sorry, great. did you say Justin wrote this movie? He did. Wow. And actually,
2: I'm glad that you brought that up. When he first decided he wanted to write this movie, he uh, had heard that Las Vegas, the hotel rooms, they'd pump oxygen into the rooms and it would, like, keep you awake longer. Uh. So he went to Vegas, stayed in a hotel for four days, and that's where he wrote majority of the script.
1: Wow. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Funny. Yeah, I
2: knew about the oxygen
0: thing. They do that, and they don't have clocks in casinos to keep you awake yeah. longer and not question your time. And no hangovers. So if I
1: stay in a Las Vegas hotel room, I'm going to stay awake longer?
2: You can't. And you, you, you also, like, you could drink and drink, and you won't get as much of a hangover because of that oxygen.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I did not know that. They have a lot of ways to keep you gambling. Yeah, uh,
1: those that's guys. Nuts. But that's pretty
0: crazy. That's how we wrote it. That's that's.
1: <laughs> that's how I'm gonna I'm gonna take a trip to Las Vegas when I want to do a yeah. big project. Stay in a hotel room.
2: Um. Clearly, it works. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's,
1: that's interesting. All right. So yeah, so I thought that was very clever. The definitions. Then right. um, I'll give him credit for that.
0: Yeah. So to go in, into it. So what I was saying with Steve basically comes up with this plan where he wants them to loot his parents' house and steal from them, and he never goes too much into it, but he says it's to give him a reality check, where I guess he thinks, like, his parents living in this, like, rich person's bubble. It seemed pretty misguided and, like, a dumb idea, but he Definitely. was also a teenager, so it, like, it fit. Like, it seemed like his way of... He probably thought it was, like, this big, deep, it, yeah uh, like, thing he could be doing to teach him a lesson, but he's really just being an Definitely, asshole. Definitely, because we, right. like, we
2: learn at the batting cages also, like, he goes on rambling about... How nonsense happy, thinking yeah, he's how really happy deep. he is and stuff like that
1: yep when you're happy what else is there yeah like yeah. what is there what else is there to live mm. for
0: so i think he thought he was making this grand like poetic shakespearean like point to his parents mm-hmm. but really he was just hiring some like coca teenagers to steal from steal yeah from. it
1: just sounded like his parents weren't really paying attention to him and yeah. he wanted yeah. to get their attention somehow yeah, was Could like, very well be. Hull, basically yeah
0: And that... then yeah our gang decides that they hate steve so much that they're going to pretend to play along so they can give him a reality check and i think they never really always say it and i don't think but i think the plan is just to like give him a good ass whoop yeah i
2: think i think they just wanted to scare the crap out of him this is all derek's idea mm-hmm. yeah most and, of the bad ideas in this movie come from derek
1: and not virgil i think he has pretty bad ideas
2: Virgil has bad ideas
0: but i think the I think ones Virgil's bad reactions i don't think uh, he's yeah. like a forward thinker to have ideas he's definitely That's not true. the mastermind
2: like yeah. derek's back there like he created the cheat sheets I think he started pushing everyone to do more
1: and more, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: I did find it funny how long they went along, like because they, they basically tell Steve, yeah, we'll rob your parents, and they go to various meetings at his house. Very um,
1: meticulously
2: planned out. I was shocked at robbery. how long,
0: because he's like, we'll play along for a little bit, and we'll scare the shit out of him. I feel like they plan, they went, they played along for a long time just to kick his ass. Yeah, like it's not <laughs> like they were like planting like little seeds of destroying his life. like yeah. they were just trying to get him alone in a room to whip yeah. his ass. Yeah, so I was like, man, that's a lot of work. Like, that's a lot yeah, of they could time. have done it at the house. <laughs> yeah, like the, the first, first meeting. Time, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> very true. Because I was thinking, I was like, oh. They probably have some crazy plan, like, where they're going to trap him in a thing and videotape. Yeah. he's like, nope, just kick his ass. No. <laughs> but I like it because you don't want your teenage—you want your teenagers to be stupid and make dumb mistakes and not think things through. Because yeah. that's what a lot of people I like as teenagers. Right. Um, and then that's when it all goes wrong. So at that point, once they said they were going to beat up Steve, I put it together that he was going to be the dead body. But I was for sure, just based on all past scenes, that Virgil was going to be the one to kill him. Mm. I thought Virgil was going to finally snap because he pulls a gun on a prostitute. Right. He pulls a gun on his own cousin. Like, he seems, like, to not have any more grasp on being a normal person. And right. he just sees this gangster life in front of him. And it's just, like, death is, like, funny to he him. He
2: definitely, out of all of them, seemed to, like, adopt that gangster life mentality more than any of them. Yeah, yes, like, the fuck absolutely. the
0: world. You know, like, I'm just going to do crimes until they get me type yeah. of situation. Yeah. So, I thought, I like, for sure, so, what ends up happening is that Ben snaps – which I thought was a really interesting scene. Yes, right. they that got, was scary. Yeah, they're 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 beating up Steve. He kind of gets the upper hand for a quick second. They lose the gun. So, like, now it's no longer, it's kind of like, you don't know what's going to happen right now. They're all fighting for a gun. And yeah. then that's when Ben comes in. And I think just all his past frustrations.
2: Everything, like, with Stephanie, everything with just the way that Steve, Steve talks, talks, to, talks the, to him.
0: And the world, like, where he just feels like he lost control of everything. Yeah. And then he just snaps, and that's when he kills him.
1: No, he doesn't kill he him. He doesn't kill him. Oh yeah, well,
0: yeah, that's true.
2: He 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 starts off. What is uh, the point of no return? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think I think he thought he was killing him when he was doing. Yeah, like you know, he, he was just like, like that.
2: That was the intention, right? At least in the split second, maybe split maybe second, it wasn't yeah. like premeditated. I don't know. At it first, it was, was definitely like, like not I got premed- to I gotta get this guy off my friends, yeah. and
0: then it was like I hate this guy, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're way past the point.
2: Ben of no did return. not even want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. He he was convinced to be the lookout by once again. Yes. Our Derek, friend, our friend peer pressure. Yeah, peer pressure and Derek.
1: So it turns out that Derek ends up being the mastermind to finally oh, finish the job which insane. is and you like, know, and he, and he
2: and he drags Virgil into it. Yeah. yeah, like they basically use
0: their science brains to kill him in like the quietest way possible, <laughs> which was like poison him like forced ingestion I don't even know some kind of chemical paint thinner or something I couldn't pay attention I didn't pay attention to it I don't
1: know what it was but
0: it felt it felt very Breaking Bad to me I know that never happened on Breaking Bad but I just seemed like like using science to murder like it seems seems (laughs) like something Heisenberg would do let me get this straight (laughs) I steal your dope Hmm? I beat the piss
3: out of your mule boy and then you walk in here and you bring me more (laughs) mad That's a brilliant plan, is it? Really? Right. You got one part of that wrong. This is not meth.
2: way they shot that scene how did how did that make you feel with the the camera spinning around
0: it was it was intense it was disorienting and kind of scary like
1: yeah i felt like i i mean maybe the intention was to make you feel dizzy because Mm -hmm. for them it's kind of like a crazy thing that's happening yeah and it doesn't even feel real so you're kind of dizzy exactly in the moment
0: and all the crazy editing kind of adds to the dream-like state you brought up in the very beginning. I think all the fast motion, slow motion, quick oh, cuts—the yeah. way, like you know, you'll see, you'll see Virgil trying to do a trick on his board, but they cut it very, like, incredibly jumpy and quick, and it's not very over like and over and over again. But it, it kind of like puts you in a state of unease a little bit. So I, mm. I, that's what I meant, where I like he used in camera tricks to make it seem like a a much more highly produced movie. Like, it could have just looked cheap, you know what I mean, if you keep the camera still. But uh, he was talented enough that even without the money, he was able to, like, make this look awesome.
2: And then he also does have the good still frames in there also. There's there's a one conversation before they actually kill Steve where they're at a party. And Steve is really drunk and really acting super full of himself. And he's, like, uh, he's next to Derek Mm -hmm. and Ben. He's, like, what is this, the Everybody Loves Stephanie fan club? Yeah. Yeah. The Stephanie fan club?
1: That was pretty funny.
2: Yeah.
0: That was a funny line. So what did you guys think then? So now that that ending's been revealed, it definitely does not go the stereotypical movie route where Ben is not redeemed nor punished for what happened to him. So it's kind of just like, it's not an ambiguous ending, but mm-hmm. in most movies he would either get either forgiven, he would turn fully bad, or he would go to jail. Like something, they would they would put a stamp yeah. at the end of his story. And he basically commits murder and then gets the girl, but doesn't, but like doesn't feel that good about like how do you guys feel about that ending
2: uh you see that was one of the things i was worried about like is this ending gonna make you guys not love this movie because (laughs) it doesn't give you that satisfaction of him getting away with it one way or another it's just kind of in the middle still like Mm -hmm. what the fuck is gonna happen to this kid right and you know the more i watch it just just looking at that face of his at the end and thinking about how sick to my stomach i would feel in that same situation Especially, like, knowing him and how smart he is and knowing what's going on. Yeah, exactly. It's- He's in a prison of his own creating, whether he likes it right. or not, for the rest of his life. What did you think, it?
1: I didn't think the movie was going to end in that moment. That caught me by surprise. I feel like at that point in the movie, he lost sight of what he actually wants. Oh, big Because time. when he was looking at Stephanie, it didn't even feel like he was happy that oh, yeah. she is basically saying, I, I want to find Steve because I want to be with you you and, know
0: and he justified like he never tried to, like outright like steal her from steve but he always justified it by being like she deserves better like if she was with me she'd be with a better man than mm-hmm. steve who treats her bad but when he finally gets her he's worse than steve ever was steve yes. didn't murder anyone as far as we know and, no. and yeah. hide the body and get away with it so like yeah he just it's it's not a happy ending to me at all like just because just he doesn't the police don't get him or anything like that, oh yeah, does not yeah. Make it happen. i think he's gonna not be tortured in his mind Definitely. i think
1: everybody lost sight of what they wanted like I thought it was very interesting when Ben was talking to Derek, and he was like, why did you write that article about me? I don't know why that stuck. Like, why is he asking him that? I think because
2: he finally realized, I think at that moment, he finally realized how, just how bad of a person Derek is, because this is after, Virgil was so tortured by the fact that he helped basically murder Steve. He was the one who held the rag to him and held him still, and- I think he was so sick to it. He tried to commit suicide. He tried to kill himself.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: And he didn't succeed. And he was in the hospital. Derek comes in the room mm. and makes a joke about it. He's basically the same
0: old Derek. Like he's just and that's when like because I love that because Virgil and Han had such a tumultuous relationship. They never had a like a, a nice moment together. Yeah. But like in that moment, you're like, no, that's family. Like he's mm-hmm. the one who's there first. He's the one who's not going to stand for any bullshit like jokes. It's like trying to kick
2: the door down to get to him. Just, that
1: was yeah. ha- hard to watch as well. Yeah. yeah.
2: The it, that's. That's the, also the thing about this movie. It, it starts out so funny in ways. Yes. And you're laughing. You're having a good time. And it ends and you just feel like gut-wrenched. Yeah. Yeah what the fuck just happened you
1: went through all that with them right and a, all like, in a four month period yeah, yeah that's a lot to happen in four months Jesus, i was so like when he was addicted to coke for that short amount uh-huh. of time that was crazy <laughs> i
2: think that's more
0: powerful, felt like high school goodfellas to me because goodfellas takes the coke oh yeah two thirds into the movie definitely
1: so. <laughs> but i do want to call out we talked about it a little bit already just his shooting techniques there yeah. were a couple of shots that i really liked like when they were uh shopping at that like best buy type store like the camera was like in the shopping cart yep. those angles were really cool
0: yeah yeah i, I, I took notes of too that's it, it was so awesome yeah
1: the baseball range or what is yeah, do you what, call it a baseball range uh batting batting, batting, batting cage.
0: cage a sports house uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right
1: yeah those shots were really cool um even the transitions are like Trying to explain the background of these characters and like the photos. Yeah. It's all, Those yeah. were all really cool. I just That's wanted to call it out. Because nice, I like them.
2: Definitely. There's actually, I'm not sure if this is accurate or not. I was able to find it online. And because there was only, I believe, two original copies remaining of the Sundance cut. Uh-huh. There's a different alternate ending with a couple of different lines in it. Oh, really? Where Ben said something along the lines of, well, what I did wasn't right. But I've got college to think about and I've got a good life to look forward to and I'm gonna move on. Oh now
1: that's more conclusive.
2: How do you feel if that was actually in the version that you saw? That would make me
0: think he's more of a sociopath (laughs) who didn't really take what just happened to him seriously. And I think instead of like right now I think he's gonna be racked with guilt and that's gonna affect his life. I think that
2: makes a better ending
0: personally. But this one makes me think like he's gonna go on and keep scamming worse and worse and like being like just not giving a fuck about anybody. Like losing it.
1: Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. Yeah. Was there another one, too? A second one, you said? No, or
2: there 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 are two copies of that oh, film just around. Left.
0: Oh, yeah. wow. That's interesting.
1: The way it is now, it kind of leaves us to speculate, right? Like, it makes you think and want to talk about it, and that just kind of, like, ends it there. Like, He's this like, is how oh, it ends. Okay, this
2: is how he feels. Yeah. Now we yeah. know. That's what, that's and what it, awesome. it takes away from that look on his face in that last scene when they're driving away in the new car yeah. yes it's
0: like the when you do anything to get whatever you want is it yeah. worth to get whatever you want because you you know the things you've done or... yeah
2: a couple other th- points i wanted to just talk about if stephanie's seat never got switched in that biology class <laughs> where the teacher was actually played by beaver from leave it to beaver is that who that was yeah that was um that guy seems so weird there's a name here <laughs> Jerry Mathers, oh, that's the original hilarious. Beaver on leave, well, it Beaver. Like leave It to Beaver. Yeah. That's hilarious. So, if they never got their seat switched to, next to each other, do you think any of this would have happened?
1: Mm. I don't
2: know, it's hard to say.
1: I mean, he did join the basketball team to sort of be closer to her, so
0: Well, did he? I thought that was because he was
2: already Th- doing That the was free for the academic uh, He was already doing the free Oh, throws. I guess it I think... was just like a plus that was He also she was had a dream there? of being in the NBA. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. And then then he eventually the got like sure. paired with her and then he'd see her at the games. Yeah, because it seemed like they never talked before
0: they became partners. It's not like right. they were friends before. No, he
2: admired her from afar, but yeah. That's never Imagine being able to. That's I don't life, know. man. I
1: That's feel like I, I would hope that, you know, he was already letting the jocks cheat off of his papers for free. So might as well get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but look for it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And leave. also,
2: what would have happened if he just told Stephanie in the beginning that Steve was cheating on her? yeah yeah i don't know if rather I, th- rather than bashing his brains in with a baseball bat, <laughs> i mean obviously the better option <laughs> right but yeah it's it's it was just
0: interesting the way he kept saying like this is none of my business i don't want to be a part of this but it just like that was just him kind of seeming like he, if he kept his hands off things it didn't have it didn't affect him kind of like the oh i'll, I'll be the lookout for beating up steve but i won't be the one doing it so mm-hmm. i'm not at fault so it's kind mm-hmm. of like he has this kind of like not victim mentality, but more like, we're like, oh, I wasn't, like, that was them, not me, even though he, he you're there, you didn't say anything, you didn't do anything. Right. So that was, that was something nice build off him.
1: One thing I have to mention, I'm sorry, I just had a problem with it, and it, it, it's not a problem with the movie, it's just hilarious that, you know, John Cho's character worked so hard to get Ben to try and take her to this winter formal, yeah. but then he ends up picking her up at the end yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What was the conflict exactly? I, I, <laughs> I think it's back to I, we don't understand John Cho. Yeah, movie. yeah. Like, There's so just
2: like the the realistic. his his convoluted ideas about everything. <laughs> maybe
0: I mean they didn't say this outright, but I I didn't even think of it till just now. But maybe he didn't want to be seen as going to like the poor schools dance because he only goes oh. to the to the, mm. to the stuff at his school.
1: Interesting. So
0: I, maybe it's not maybe that's what it is. Where like you know he, he's too cool for school. He's like yeah he's, he thinks he's too high class to be going to this like shitty public school dance.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I was kind of talking to this with David earlier, how, you know, it's not only starring an an Asian-American cast, but the thing I love about movies that do that is it shows you that there can be more than one type of Asian-American, oh, you know, oh, in high yeah, school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is that rich kid that, like, could, could look down to the other kids. There's
0: the you, Derek who looks like his own type of... Down, but exactly. Like, but, when, but when he's put in the other situation, he's just like them. It, it's yeah. Like, you so the you get to see
1: like all yeah. different types of people, like, you know, there isn't the token black person in a movie is not like representative of all black people. Definitely. I I really appreciated that in this movie and it actually made me even more interested just, and it's probably because we never see movies like this. I mean,
0: like it was, it was the seventies when we finally started getting like movies about with like all black people that weren't Mm -hmm. just like strictly a slavery movie or something like that. Like you'd get a Coolie high or like a high school movie, just about all black people, just likely. But with Asian Americans, like fucking what? Never. Like it's, it's not a high school movie, but like, People were talking about Crazy Rich Asians three years ago, how insane it was, how many Asian Americans were in it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I guess.
1: Ugh. So, yeah, Justin. I feel like even if this movie wasn't a success, he should be proud of it, you know, Definitely. regardless.
2: That, that was a big thing for him also, is, uh, you know, he wanted to put together a cast that was actually passionate about the story. Mm. So, he, he didn't want just, like, actors, you know, he, he wasn't going to be able to pay people much. Yeah. And... Everyone in this movie was like, they really, they were like a family to each other. They all went to the premiere together. There was like 30 or more people staying in one house that they rented at Sundance.
1: Oh, wow. Because I and
2: think
0: uh, you mentioned it to me actually earlier before we were on mic that um, they all also kind of knew each other because... They all were w- working Asian American actors, so they were all always at the same audition. Oh, that's, that's right. And so they would see each other always auditioning for the same roles, basically competing. And this is the first time they're like, "We all get to be in this." Wow! And like, we're not worried about you getting the Asian role. You know what I mean?
1: That reminds me of Master of None, Aziz Ansari the, going it, to it the, the that's right.
0: exactly, yeah. yeah, That was great.
1: Cool. That's cool. So this was his first time working with Han, or the guy who played Han.
2: I think so. Yeah, I'm not. I'm well, not 100, but.
1: Yeah, in the rough
0: yeah seriously
2: the character that played Ben he, he has to shoot free throws throughout the movie yeah, yeah. he actually sucks at throwing three fr- free throws <laughs> and they were shooting on film
0: oh yeah so
2: like they were had to get actually like a few wide angle shots of him shooting and they're like alright you know we, uh, we have enough of you missing <laughs> <laughs> so let's see if we can get some of you making it in Ooh.
0: At that point, I'd be like, just bring in a double shooter from behind. It's like Daisy Confused, that kid couldn't throw a baseball for his life, so they just used doubles and just filmed him for the close-ups.
1: That is so funny.
2: (laughs) Also, Justin Lin, when he uh, set off writing this movie and creating it, he he said he wanted to make a movie with no agenda. That was also an exploration in identity. Mm, I don't argue that's what it is. Absolutely. It's pretty concise.
1: I'd say he's successful.
0: (laughs) Nice. Great. Probably more to say that will come up with us, but Instead of just keep going over the plot, why don't we throw a couple of best words at each other? Sounds good. Alright, so David, since you picked the movie, I think it's only, and you're honorary guest, I think it only is good right. for you to go first. Uh, uh, it only is good are... for you to I go know, first. I know, let's not. I've I heard it and I hated it. <laughs> I heard it and I hated it.
2: Guess first?
1: Why did you
0: stop? It's only good i the... I mean, my sentence structure just ain't no goddamn stuff. <laughs> your honorary guest, I think it's only right that you go first and give us your best worst.
2: Well, all right then. What do you got for us? Best worst Virgil moment, because he has a lot of memorable moments in that movie, absolutely, and a lot of scenes that are pretty powerful. So, I guess like which one you felt yeah. you yeah. enjoyed seeing the most, even if you didn't, yeah, even there, if it, it didn't it make did you feel, feel good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, do you I have one, that. I'm not sure. Do you want?
1: I, I mean, do you have your best? I didn't even think of it. Oh I was
2: I was planning on doing it as we went around.
1: That's hilarious. So I would have to say I think my best moment and it's a weird moment to pick for best, but would be that car scene where he's having a mental breakdown. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean I kinda brought it up earlier where I said it was the scene without the best acting, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I I was
2: it's it's oh I loved it. It's so powerful. I just felt
1: like it told you so much about him. (laughs) I have I have to concur Mm -hmm.
2: that moment is pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. He's just as, you. You realize how much, like, how his brain sort of works. Yeah,
0: up to that point, like, I I just looked at him as like, oh, he's like the like overly horny, inappropriate friend mm-hmm. who like you see in these movies, and like you know he's just gonna be the quirky best friend who kind of like says the wrong thing at the wrong time. Yeah, and then that's where he likes like that combined with the way he acted at the party when they got got pulled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I looked at him completely different for the rest of the movie. I was just like, oh, this is not. He's like more than just like oh he's said he's a kind of an idiot like no this guy there, there,
2: there's something going on there yeah right.
0: and it's the fact that we don't see the parents like a lot of times you would look to the parents and see like oh maybe that has something yeah. to do with how he was raised but we never see them we don't so even... it's like yeah like it's it's crazy how you could be that overachieving but still neglect like not not actually like connecting with your parents it's, right. that's cool but is yeah. this is
1: this you stealing my best
0: always <laughs> I just, I don't even come up with that. Both for you, of you. I, I wait for you to I, say
1: it. Both you know, of you I hopped on my best. No, I pick, I
2: it's a really best. good one. <laughs> you picked the best best. <laughs> the, yeah.
1: nice. What can we do? <laughs> <the>
0: best best. <laughs> <laughs> I like to piggyback on the best. Uh, I do have to think about worst for a moment, though. Um, let me see.
1: Do you have a worst I'd, thing? I'd
2: say the prostitute.
1: Oh, my God. Yes. That, yeah, oh, yeah. my God.
2: That, that that was another moment where, like, you see how much further lost in reality he became once he got a gun. Mm-hmm. And what, what was it? She... He comes out he's like, she said she wanted it rough. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. got the gun in his fucking little pair of tighty-whities. Yeah, those ridiculous, just... ridiculous underwear.
1: I'm glad you brought that up. I, I agree that that's a very bad moment for Virgil, yeah. but I also hate the idea of, like, these guys renting a hotel room and renting, uh, like, yeah. paying this prostitute and to sleep with her one by one back yeah, to back. Yeah, it was
2: back. creepy. That was uh, creepy. Uh, <laughs> pretty greasy. I was
1: very disgusted by that. Like, I could deal with them buying it for Ben so he could lose yeah. his virginity, but yeah, the fact that, like... Uh,
2: that goes back gross. to this, like, that high school masculinity, like, that mm-hmm. kind of, like, toxic... Yeah, Just like, like they, they egging felt like him because, on because they like, didn't.
0: Yeah. Have, he he was still a virgin. It was like you know he had to do this to be like a man and, all and that shit. right.
2: Watching Han and Derek high five about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it, you see, and there's a, yeah, there's like actually the cigarettes
0: in his mouth. Like yeah, you know like there's
2: you a yeah. you. Know? I noticed there's a moment where like Ben's on the bed and he like he's clutching the blanket are clutching the sheets, and uh-huh. it seemed like the reverse of the typical like sex scene that you'd see in a movie. Like like gender wise. Gender wise. You know? oh. Normally like you'd see like a woman the grabbing like, yeah, the he- sheets. Yeah. I see. And this scene you see Ben and I guess it shows his innocence, maybe, or something they're trying to
0: Yeah, I could see that. Um I like everything you just said, but all those scenes work so well for me, so I can't count that as the worst moment.
1: Uh, okay. It's your it's your opinion. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because they're both bad moments. Like they're both bad things that happen to Virgil. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. um, so
1: what's your worst? He doesn't even know. Uh, <laughs> He's like, a... I'm not gonna pick that one.
0: <laughs> if I had to pick, I guess maybe when he gets his ass brutally whipped by Han after fucking up uh, the the plan after he pretty. takes over, mm. um, he gets he
2: gets Han. They say he gets Han. What suspended or something? Yes. He gets him kicked out of school. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And because uh, from what I can gather, like, Han's not quite as studious as all them. Like, he doesn't seem he, so. Yeah, he doesn't get the same, like, pass as being a, no. mm-hmm. a good kid as the other kids do. It was powerful, but we've already seen him get his ass beat so many times that, like, watching it again, I was like, ah, oh, not again. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, if I had to pick one. But I like it. So it's not – I don't dislike it. <laughs> okay. But if I had to pick, which I do because <laughs> of the rules that we made up.
1: Yep. So. Oh, no. I might have to tag team on your worst. I don't
0: think yeah. enough. Someone's – Picking back, picking back, <laughs> <to laughs> someone else's. Oh, you just wait till oh, they say. On the turntable. <laughs> oh
1: wow! I'm s- okay. Whatever, <laughs> I'm but joking. it's fine. No, I know, but I just gave somewhat. you crap for it, and then now I'm going around doing the
0: crap. Return. <laughs> <laughs> you serve the crap I gave uh, you. Well, tennis,
2: tennis match. Uh, all back.
1: right. So yeah, I'm gonna tag team on yours, Jamie. Yeah. Right, cool.
2: There's also oh, the, our, there's another moment that's pretty bad, which is uh. Ben's birthday when they're giving Ben the gun as a gift oh, yeah. they get him a gun right and after Vir- he says he's,
0: he wants out of the criminal yeah. lifestyle yeah
1: yeah I, I would think in that moment you would kind of be like pu- pu- you know not. tug push I that like that was box like their away. weird
0: like peer pressure manipulation where like they acted like well we're supporting friends but we're still gonna yeah. get this gun because right. we don't want you to leave this life
2: but Virgil like pulls his out and he's just throwing it around and catching oh, it God. his fingers on the trigger pu- pointing at psyche. everybody that's a
1: pretty bad moment <laughs> yeah
2: all right, Masha, Do you want to go next for the best worst?
1: Yeah. So I guess uh, since we're talking about Virgil and like just reckless behavior, why don't we talk about best worst illegal activity or gang Ooh. activity? All right, okay.
0: Cool, cool. Activity. It's weird to call it <laughs> an activity. It's an after-school activity.
1: <laughs> so they, you know, obviously do a lot of illegal things in this movie. Yeah. So what's your best worst? <laughs> best.
0: I'm have trying to think of what my definition of best, worst. Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. We we can all have our own. All right. I'm going to go for best is buying all that stuff at the department store and then pretending to return it because it seemed like if you were going to do some crime, they they made some pretty easy money and nobody had to die. Like, yes, you're stealing and that's not right. But I would say like, you know, there weren't no one's getting hurt. No one's getting pistol whipped with a gun. No one's actually getting killed.
1: I actually didn't understand that scheme.
0: Well, because no, I used to work at Best Buy. So oh, say you came in to return professional. something. Um, <laughs> as soon as you walked in, the guy at the door's job would be to put a sticker on it to prove that it was already paid for. So they don't think that you just came in and picked it up off the shelf. So say you have a printer and it doesn't work. You walk in with the printer. They put a big-ass sticker on oh. it. So that way, everyone who works at the store knows you walked in with that printer. You didn't uh, walk in and take one off the shelf. Okay. So they went in and they scoped out the color of the stickers because they would switch it out every day, apparently, at the store. So he asked them what color were the stickers. He said orange. And somehow they had already gotten a bunch of stickers. So they went in and slapped it on stuff. As they took okay. it off the shelf and, then and they, they it had the, the receipt. receipt oh,
1: it. I see. They basically I see. took it off the
2: shelf, put stickers on it so they thought it was theirs. And then, and returned, then returned, it. returned it at yeah. the counter. But they already bought all the stuff so they had the receipt. So they get the money back and the things for free. Yeah.
0: Which they probably sold to other people because they kept asking, Han, No, oh, can you sell this? Can you sell this?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah." You don't see him do it, but got it. So, like, they would steal the computer equipment, get money back, and then sell the computer equipment to other people.
1: I can't do crime. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Like, it, I get it, it's not but a bad I crime. don't get like, you know, it. It's pretty yeah, well yeah, thought yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, they didn't just like do some stupid ass shit. Right. So, yeah, that's, was, my be-
1: that's my best crime. No, yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. What about you?
2: Best crime? I'm. I don't <laughs> want to have to piggyback again. <laughs> so. I'm mean, going to think of another best crime. I
0: mean, you can. There's not a rule against it. Just Masha's going to judge you forever.
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's a pretty good one, you know? No one's really getting hurt. I mean, the cheat sheets. I'll, I'll go with the cheat sheets. Oh, yeah, that's not too bad. Because he's making money. He's learning a thing or two. And he's practicing his brain power. He's, he's helping out the kids who are going to fail, <laughs> even though he's kind of not helping them at all the Oh, yeah, time. I mean, it's
0: at the end of the day, it is still, like, not quote-unquote right. But, yeah, no. like I, I, I'm, I'm looking at it about, like, because eventually death is in the mix. So I'm just like, all right, the consequences of this what you did against that. It's not as bad.
1: The cheat sheets was going to be my oh. answer.
0: I, I know you didn't piggyback though because you picked that best one. Yeah, so you yeah, yeah. It yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: But yeah, it was just, you know, they're already smart. And just thinking about it from their perspective, they're actually doing more studying. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, just Definitely. like to think about what the right answers are. So, all right, so since we stole beneficial. yours, I'll let
0: you go first. What's your worst?
1: the drug dealing oh yeah i and this is just because you know obviously if you're dealing it you have access to it and it just led to ben sort of
0: the use and and like the erratic i feel like i led to a lot of his erratic decisions because yeah. he was like not sleeping he was just I, on coke all night exactly
1: i don't know i just felt like they were already, and they say this in the movie, they kind of get like a little greedy. Yeah. Um, they were already, you know, making money off the other stuff that they didn't even have to do that. For so sure. that would be my worst.
0: If I would go for worst. And this isn't because it ended up with Steve getting killed because there's no way they knew that was going to happen. But I think it's the overall crime of just basically locking this guy in a room and ambushing him and beating the fuck out of him. Mm. Only because every other crime to me seemed like they were using their brains a lot more and it had some sort of outcome that A, wouldn't get them caught, B, wouldn't get them, uh, would either get them money or get them something that they could attain. But this, like, you know, they don't, like, Steve could call the police, like, like they weren't going to kill him. And so they were just like, they're risky flexing at this point, mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, using their brains to scheme up something really clever. They were just like, we we got all this juice, we got all this, like, you know toughness around us. We're just gonna go like beat the fuck out of this guy. He's gonna watch us do it, and then you know he's gonna be scared of us. Right. So it to me it was like a step into a different type of crime that they weren't doing before. Yeah, absolutely. Which is yeah. just like you know like that. That's that's one the closer to being the guy who pulls a Zuzi out at the red
2: light to scare you. You mm-hmm. know what I that's mean? True. Yeah. So that's my worst. Okay, that's to, pretty great. Probably gonna have to piggyback. <laughs> on that. Oh. I mean, no, it's not good. The other the other choice is obviously you know um that very last moment where Derek decides let's take this whatever chemical it is that they're using oh yeah and, and, oh, and finish him off even though he's still alive that's yeah. the worst because
0: also choosing to bury the body is also because that's another like yeah. line you're crossing like... how about that
2: kid's house where they're at and he had like no conscience whatsoever he's like i didn't you didn't say that you didn't say anything about this Can you're gonna just... have to pay extra Jesus, i feel like
0: we never even see him in a close-up he's okay <laughs> i have my worst
2: crime uh-huh. taking the money off the dead body
0: uh, uh, yeah. Also, if I was Jesus, I would have been like, I could have done that. Like, you know, yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, that's that's money found yeah. in my house. <laughs> I'm also
1: taking back. I think my worst crime would be allowing people to beat up someone in your property and oh, yeah. charging them such little amount of money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and,
2: yeah, and like and li- money his, his life property. is yeah. worth three hundred dollars to this kid.
0: Yeah, what? And and they let him bury him on the property. Like, yeah. I
1: am not promoting this behavior at all. I just thought it was crazy. Crazy that he was like uh yeah. like, 300 dollars in no
0: 2002 way. money i mean you know that's 300 <laughs> no way uh yeah.
2: that's, that's like 300 calls from 10 10 to 20
0: but yeah did you guys notice that like i, I feel they... like we never saw jesus in a close-up like i can't even picture what he looks like he's always either talked about or in a in a wide shot where like he's oh, barely yeah. seen that's
1: a, yeah that's
2: true yeah. don't they originally describe him as one of the five like there are four the four main characters, but they include him well, as like they said
0: he was like Han's friend who like helped him. I've like you know like got us contacts
1: and yeah. Like, oh okay. Well, remember when that kid is tell um who lives, I guess sort of off campus of the school. He was proposing a crime mm-hmm. for yeah. them, or um Jesus was next to that.
2: He, guy. he was, the like the middleman exactly. So, um,
0: yeah, and because uh, to me it seemed like Han, like Han seemed like he masterminded the first scheme of the of the supermarket thing of oh, the electronics store. Yeah. Thing. So, it seemed like Han was already kind of into some, like, criminal shit before the movie started. So, there was probably one of his f- people he knew from that world that he brought into these guys' worlds. Right. Um, so I wonder we, where
2: it goes for, from, for uh, Han from here.
0: I don't think we could ever find that. I couldn't even imagine it.
1: <laughs> <Where>? Well, okay. <laughs> you guys are being sarcastic. <laughs> okay. All right.
0: Uh, can I go with mine? Sure. All right. I went I went a lot lighter and sillier with mine because oh, it's I loved be looking at things that decade later and being like, what the fuck? The best worst outfit in the movie. Oh! Uh, I was thinking about making that mine. <laughs>
2: All right. So
0: uh, who goes first? Uh, I can because I already have it. But if you guys want, I
1: if... feel like I'm going to piggyback off your answer. Uh, I don't even know what it is, but I feel like we have the same one.
0: Uh, then do you want to go? No. Okay. So <laughs> best, I I hate when I do this because like I always tell you not to do this. Or I don't have a specific one, but I'll be. But in general. And I think it's just because we all have a crush on him, but Han <laughs> dressed the flyest in the movie. Yeah. It was a timeless time. yeah, attire. He had some fresh style. He just looked dope all the time. He's just got these like nice button-downs. Like It doesn't look like he's beholden to the year by any chance. Mm. Yeah. So I think most of the time, basically that white shirt that's always flowing. Like It's buttoned down, but not all the way. And the mm. wind's always blowing in, and he's got the cigarette.
2: Yeah. I think that's the best outfit. Han in the white shirt. <laughs> those, I'm going to take a different route with my best uh-huh. and say Virgil's UFO pants. Oh, those, no. giant, oh, those, those giant baggy ones. Worst. Those are going to be my worst. I know, of course they are. And that's why they're my best. That All that right, is actually, so. I'm, I'm gonna change my words, but we'll get to it. That, right. that is so classic to that like 2002 era. Just, like yeah. high school kid, he kids. looked like
0: Scotty Two-Hotty from WWE. Oh,
3: you want to see Scotty's word? Here it comes. Does it make a difference in you want
2: love seeing that
0: uh, and that it brought hilarious. me back to that time period he also had the hat the bucket hat with no top yeah. that
2: was got it too hot i used to have way. a rule is I, I you know i forget what year it was but my rule was if <laughs> my head couldn't fit through the leg of the pants i wouldn't wear them really that's crazy. you
1: actually like put your head in it
2: yeah i was like all right let's see too, oh, too yeah, baggy was the way to go baggy the- was the shit
1: wow i remember i wore like my cargo pants Oh my god! I used to wear these pants that like they had a zipper at the knee, and you could make them shorts. <laughs> I remember, no, I remember those. those. Yeah, I could
0: never get the thing back on. So once I made it, short, it possible, they were shorts forever. I could That's never, hilarious. I could never reattach it's too much the effort. zipper. Yeah, because you think it's like, look how fast this is. Like, oh, yeah. it's hot. Let me get it's my so shorts out, and you're like, now it's cold. It's like, I gotta take my shoe off. Ten minutes, <laughs> yeah, to getting this thing on there.
1: Just from knowing you, I know I could see you getting frustrated <laughs> and just throwing. They the went from hybrid pants
0: to shorts after one wear. <laughs> they never became pants again. That's hilarious. <laughs>
1: hilarious um i can't believe that's your best, that's my uh, best. it's hilarious. so much it's
0: so memorable <laughs> um, what's your best matchup
1: Oh, gosh. I, I might have to piggyback off the Han, everything. We've, Han had, wears. we've had a record piggyback on everything. No one here can think of
0: that. I own. mean,
2: obviously, he, like, you're talking about like actual style. Yeah. Han had the freshest style. He did have the oh freshest me. style. But he just looked like oh. I
0: could transport him t- to now, and he would still look yeah. cool. It was not like you'd you'd get Scotty Hottie over there. You'd be like,
3: oh, that's a 2 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Where's
1: well, your visor? Yeah. So maybe that'll be my honorable mention if I had to pick a best. I always personally loved um, Letterman jackets. Okay. Like the varsity uh, jacket. I love this <laughs> No because
0: I decided To switch my worst uh, Because my runner up Was oh. a letterman jacket just <laughs> I thought the color Of this letter jacket Was so ugly <laughs> And nobody looked Tough wearing it Little movie uh, slip up when, 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 the, when the jocks And, and him were getting Into a fight at the party I was like You all look uh, goofy You all look hilarious. like You're just up For St. Patty's Day Like it's not a cool Like a letter jacket It was like lime green With like a lime yellow And I was just like Lime yellow Lemon yellow, <laughs> no, <laughs> lemon yellow. <laughs> uh so i mean you know hour to you but i love that that his, is so his funny. best was our worst and i switched it my worst was your best yeah uh, um, you can't plan that
2: all right well all right i that's, guess that's it with that category yeah,
0: that's all i had for best what, worst what about my worst oh snap worst outfit my bad
2: i'm gonna chop liver over here <laughs> <laughs> pretty much no way um my worst will be
1: you didn't even have one. <laughs> <My> <laughs> I mean, you set a high bar with your best, yeah. so... My... <laughs> Yo, if your worst is also your best, so... <laughs> <My, laughs> I've done
2: that before. My worst is the Letterman Jackets. Oh, I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta go.
0: And it's not all Letterman Jackets. I just think that one is an ugly one. Like There's I- actually
2: a little movie slip-up with that also. Hmm. in the in the beginning of the movie when ben is trying out for the jv team the high school colors on the walls i believe are blue and yellow or blue and orange something like that and their jackets are all green that's hilarious they probably couldn't afford to get a new one yeah that is so funny i guess i guess with that low budget I, i was reading about it like all the little like things in there that are just like Movie slip ups, yeah. they're gonna of them, but I give them credit because I don't really, I wasn't paying attention to that. Exactly, I was like, movie so exciting. Really yeah. focused yeah. on the story and the editing. I that they no used.
0: you were to me what color was the school up, there green. Yeah, like you know, like, yeah. Uh, that's uh, funny. All right, super duper honorable mention, real fast. Uh, Leave it to Beaver. The teacher had a pretty awful outfit,
2: so that's, <coughs> my, that's our, okay. That's an honorable mention. Okay, that's a good that's one. That's funny. Uh, all right, anyone? Okay, I got one? a pretty bad one actually. Okay, Jesus. I don't even remember what he was wearing. Remember the beanie, the beanie, and the all black oh uh, yeah i guess
0: it was kind of silly <laughs> i can't remember him to be honest like he yeah was always all i see is the hair the movie. yeah
1: so i have one more best worst <laughs> best worst convincing high schooler <laughs>
2: oh that's a good one all right that is a good one best worst
1: yeah so i will have to say ben was very convincing as a high schooler uh,
2: uh, i'm gonna have to disagree with you guys <laughs> Really, oh, i thought that was so good was so like, realistic. I, I really yeah. like
1: that actor and i just he, he he felt naive but like at the same time like i don't know he just felt like he embodied uh, what a high schooler is and also had like the height and the, yeah <laughs> and the, he seemed closer in age to a high schooler um so i don't know
2: i think uh i don't know i guess um because I noticed like his like the five o'clock shadow always on his face was really? like really heavy. Oh, I didn't notice it. And he's got a bit of a bald spot on the back of his head that really? you see in yeah a lot of scenes. So oh, I
1: did not catch it. So at all.
2: I guess watching it more and more times, I've noticed. I was like, wow, Ben looks really old. That's <laughs> funny. I, I, I oh. guess so. I'm mean, gonna I have to say my best though, like most convincing. Yeah, uh, Stephanie. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. believe so. There's I, I, like nothing, I nothing so. out of the ordinary there yeah yeah
1: she seemed a little like ma- more mature
2: she definitely like had a maturity to her but i knew people like that too like, yeah there were that's some, true some girls you were just like or guys
0: too you're just like oh yeah you you're already acting like you're 26 mm. like yeah you're 17
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she wasn't a mature in a way where she was like i'm too cool for school like she was yeah like a good person she seemed yeah that's cool
1: i liked she was a good person the yeah. fact that she got mad at ben for like doing the project without her yeah yeah um, it shows like her character yeah exactly exactly Nice. Wow. All
0: right. Well, I'm piggybacking on your Ben. <laughs> and then I feel like I already made it. I'm just going to say my worst because I've already made it pretty obvious earlier, but it's Han because I just can't even envision <laughs> him sitting uh-huh. in the classroom. Like does he smoke cigarettes during class? Like mm-hmm. how does he how does he not smoke
2: for the like yeah. of class? You know? Yeah, I could I could yeah. not picture him sitting in like, school. With, imagine
0: him with a notebook. I can't even imagine him just being like, is that gonna be on the test? Like, <laughs> like you know, I just picture him just like a cigarette dangling like kind of off his chair, yeah. like yeah. walking out of the class ten minutes in because he's bored. Yeah, no way so he was in high it, like,
2: school. In the last scene of the movie though, they're showing like the high school photos. Yeah. And he's got his head shaved, and he looks much more like a high schooler, yeah, he yeah. Does. than without the uh, hair.
1: I agree. I kind of want to watch that last montage again of there's, their photo taking, yeah, their, their high school photos. The there's, way
0: the way Derek still looked perfect in the photo, yeah, was, was totally his. That, that
2: that goes to show also to me like what a sociopath this kid is, and how he yeah. really was the one behind everything and fucked all these kids' lives up. Yeah, the, the time he
0: seemed to have the most passion was when they accidentally killed Steve, and it to me it was just because he could get caught. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he was like. Don't worry, buddy. We're gonna take care of this. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like I'm gonna help you get through this emotionally. It's like I'm gonna help you hide this body yeah. so none of us go down. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, he doesn't have His any. He's only concerned. He's a robot. Like he. Yeah. He's never, he's never going to look back at this as, like, I did something wrong. Like, I should pay for what I did. It's going to be, like, no one could find out. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, absolutely. I feel like the same goes to, like, why he wrote the article about Ben in the first place. It wasn't because he actually, like, oh, no. was, like, this is wrong, and you should put him on the on the court, on the basketball team. Yeah. It's it because he wanted, like, that he, attention. He wanted or, the like, hot article. Like, exactly. like so he knew if he brought
0: up a race, it would have gotten picked he up. Got some controversy. Yeah. And even when he said, like, he's like, oh, I interviewed the coach, but he didn't say what I wanted, so I left him out of the store. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, right his
2: own narrative and not Journals. living in reality yeah and um there's also back to that that last scene there's also um that bit more uh, nice editing tricks where ben is sitting there reeling in what he's done and everything that happened and normal life is going on around him and there's like normal normal high school kids going about their day real happy mm-hmm. and fa- like fast motion or slow motion i forget which one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes it look like he's sitting there and time has stopped and everything's flying around yeah, him. yeah like a little bit of time lapse they did yeah
1: okay so that was your worst um do you have a worst
2: oh i'm sorry i got totally
0: sidetracked worst high schooler
2: you know i'm gonna have to uh, say that my worst uh convincing high schooler yeah it'd probably be han because he was definitely very very uh very cool very cool guy <laughs>
1: too cool for school pretty exactly, pretty, like, pretty cool yeah I guess. pretty pretty, <laughs> pretty. <laughs> cool i i'm going to uh go another route my worst convincing high schooler would be have to be Derek. Yeah. <laughs> he just Derek from the very was... beginning was a straight up adult to me. Like yeah. he was just towering over all the high, other high schoolers that's right, and I don't yeah. think like in a senior way, like I don't know, I think it's the way that that guy is built. He just seems like a man man. Yeah. They
2: even say that he doesn't live with his parents. His parents are like off in Vancouver or something and he oh, lives wow. alone. Yeah, like that was that's why they had all those drinking uh, oh the at, his on at his house yeah
1: uh, i see
0: um yeah so I, I mean i could buy that totally like i could see him
1: really What? wait
0: that he's the most unconvincing high schooler. oh yeah oh sorry sorry wow i thought
1: you were saying i could buy that though like that he was a high schooler no no
0: that he's that that he looked the most adult and I seemed see. the most adult yeah. i just like i like the whole scene where he thought he was going out with stephanie and wasn't it kind, <sighs> of, it kind of took him down a peg yes because he had nothing but confidence and was always the man and yeah. that was the first time he like was like kicked off that pedestal to us as a viewer right
2: and to everyone around him
0: yeah
1: right um speaking of that scene i totally thought that because john Cho and stephanie end up bringing the blonde girl to the mini golf yeah. oh,
2: uh, i didn't even put that together that that's the girl
1: yeah Ooh. so i thought that they were actually in a um. What's a when you're when you are openly cheating with your significant other? I don't think it's called cheating when you're doing or, that. Or like that, like ethically non-monogamous an <laughs> relationship. Yeah, we've
2: got the t- polyamorous or, or ethically non-monogamous. I don't know. Oh, we're God. a bunch of dummies. We're I'm educated. sorry. Yeah. Um. So we know I mean, though. I
1: thought they were gonna do like some sort of weird thing where it's like, all right, I'm on a date with this blonde chick. You can go out with this, and we're just doing like this weird double date. Scenario. Yeah, I could
0: see that. It looked like, like it for sure. Yeah.
1: So I don't yeah, know. I thought
0: 70s term. Yeah. Yes. So bring I
1: don't know. Their, I thought that's where it was gonna
0: ball. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you get. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, there were a lot of mo- moments in this movie where I just thought it was gonna go one way, and it did not go the other way.
2: They zigged when you thought they were gonna say. Yeah. Nice. So
1: um, I guess I'll so talk good. about it more when we approach the end here.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think uh, I think those are fun best voice, but uh, I'd love to see what you guys think happens because with a nice non-definitive ending beyond the credits could be a whole lot of things so yes here we go beyond the credits
2: let's go beyond the
1: credits to the credits and beyond something tells me
2: that uh this han character he's gonna end up somewhere in mexico <laughs> in a in a four in a plymouth road runner he's gonna <laughs> get into a street race he's gonna lose that street race but he's gonna gain a friend more of a family in. Oh. A guy named Dominic Toretto.
0: See, I think he's going to meet the love of his life and then they're going to be battling bad guys on a helicopter and she's going to fall to her death. Oh, no. And then he's going to go to Tokyo to be sad about it <laughs> and then get killed by someone who looks eerily like Jason Statham.
1: I, I think he's going to quit smoking and get addicted to chips instead. <laughs> <laughs> but never gain any weight. So still be. <laughs>
0: Still be my man crush, uh, Han.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: That's uh, so funny. Right, we got the yeah. system. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I was, I
2: was waiting for that. <laughs> um, um, oh, ben, I think... Um,
0: yeah, you've seen it the most. So you probably had the
2: most time to think about it. I think Ben's going gonna to wrestle with that feeling for a while. And he's just going to kind of go on with life and let it continue to haunt him. Or mm-hmm. try to put it out of his mind yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't see him turning himself in
0: i don't see him and stephanie working out in the long term it just didn't seem like like by the time he got her he was yeah. so different and crossed too many lines maybe like, so so like yeah she was gonna see through that yeah she, she was clearly like a, a good person who want to do the right thing and eventually she would because mm. she heard about all the rumors about him but he kind of played it off like oh you believe everything you hear she's like well yeah people think i'm in a porno <laughs> You know, something but I think the more she spends time with him, the more she's gonna realize that kinda is who he became. Right. So I I don't I don't see it looking good. I could, I see a lot of depression, <laughs> maybe a little alcoholism. Yeah. Sprinkle on some uh, need for therapy. I don't know. Yeah. Real fun, real fun ending. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I agree. I don't think him and Stephanie end up together. I also think that we need to take into account that John Cho's family has money. Like they're gonna like go out looking for whoever yeah, like, right. where their son is. Yeah. So I actually think that it, they don't get away with it. Like in my beyond it might be on the credits idea. And like the fact I don't that he was that dug that
0: up do. so shallow that they were able to dig him up after three didn't seconds even, of using their hands. Didn't even think about that. Yeah, he, he was know. dug up real shallow. Like you know what I mean. Like a dog, I feel like I could smell that body. Yeah,
1: and the fact that they didn't check his to note. even see
0: if there was a cell phone there. Exactly. The like, fact <laughs> that they were hanging out there blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Like because at first in the beginning you would think that they maybe they are discovering it for the first time. Yeah. But then after I realized I'm like they were hanging out in Jesus's thing smoking talking about cigarettes. Yeah. Cigarettes. Get the fuck off the crime scene. Yeah out of there yeah. yeah they're probably throwing butts everywhere you know
1: <laughs> i don't think they were masterminds which is why i think Definitely that they weren't. were like in terms of crime they're smart in other ways but yeah i don't think they get they get away with this crime which leads to I why i think han okay. ends up in mexico because that's where people go in movies oh when yeah they for sure escape from fair enough crime
0: yeah but then he just keeps committing more crimes <laughs> yeah you don't even get to live to like see the days of like working for mr nobody and like being like basically a government agent. Like, at this point, the Fast and Furious crew get put on missions by the U.S. government (laughs) to stop terrorism. So they're they're not quite criminals anymore, but Han died before that. ever got. What if he's
2: Mr. Nobody? That would be pretty great. He's Kurt Russell in a Mission Impossible
0: mask? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) I was going to go Scooby-Doo mask.
2: Oh, nice. (laughs) Uh,
1: I don't know. Do you watch the Jordan Peele's movies? Like, did you watch Us and Get Out? I did. So Andy and I have speculated about... or. I don't know if you agreed with me but like I do not know what you're going to say. Jordan Peele creating like a horror universe. Mm. Um sort of like Oh like a connected universe. Exactly. So like somehow in, like the fifth movie he creates kind of like um Split yeah. ended up being like um the the trilogy the of, trilogy uh, Unbreakable of and exactly. Split and Glass. So I think that it would be so great if this movie was somehow part of the Fast and Furious franchise but like s- comes out somehow. Later on, you know what I mean? If like these characters came back because uh, they did f- commit crimes, right. And you know, the yeah, crew,
0: yeah, yeah, like if uh, like they show up in a Fast and Furious, yeah, or like
1: I don't know, I just I, I kind of wish that John Cho would create John Cho, just uh, like Justin. Lin. Justin Lin would is, I kind of hope that. You know, Han, having, being Han in all of his movies, he's secretly, like, creating his own universe. I would love Cinematic universe. Most of the
0: time when we watch really great movies, I say, like, no sequel at all. But, like, if Justin Lin, like, was passionate about it and made it, I would actually like to revisit these guys. Mm -hmm. Especially now that it's been, what, 18 years? Like, I'd love to see them, like, a sequel of where they
2: are now. What would you want to see in that movie? (sighs) What do you want it to be, like the crime has just come up again, like, resurfaced, or, like, Uh, someone I don't even
0: know about that. That's, like, a little more, like, regular sequel, where they, like, redo the same. I just want to see, almost like a Doctor Sleep, where it's, like, you're just really seeing the effects of what happened to these guys as kids as older now. All right. And I don't give a fuck if it's really dark and sad and depressing and nothing happy happens in it. Like, but, like, you know, maybe Virgil survives his suicide and... I could see it going either way, where he he kind of tones down after that, or maybe he just walks around and t- uses it as like a mark even, of toughness. You know, like, even worse. like look at me, I survived this. Like I'm so badass. Yeah. yeah. So you know, like it, it could be like an angels with dirty faces type situation where where Ben took the good route and Virgil took the bad route, and they meet up again. Nice. And like they, you know, it's the first time seeing each other in 20 years. Yeah. Okay. You know, I just I think this actually there's enough with this ending and enough talent behind it where. He would have to be passionate. I don't want them to like give them ten million dollars and say, "Go write a sequel from scratch." I don't think. But he if Justin was... Lin like woke up one day yeah. and be like, "What would happen to these guys?" I would love to revisit it. That'd be great. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: What would your ideal sequel be to this movie?
2: Something similar along the lines of Andy saying, "We're just, you know, we're we're catching up with these characters. We're seeing how this event basically like shaped the rest of their lives. These kids that had such a promising future, talking about what college am I getting into? Early admissions, mm-hmm. getting out of." You know, skipping a grade of uh, high school to go to college early, and how that one, like, half a year affected the rest of their lives.
1: Yeah. I'd have to agree there as well. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be interesting.
2: Whether it be good or bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, What a crazy movie. And then it
1: would
0: be fun, (laughs) like, if they, if they just got like, from time to time, they would see like newspaper clippings and it would be describing the Fast and Furious plots that Han was in. Uh. <laughs> like, like, like uh. Han, Han so-and-so got arrested for stealing a bank vault. And they'd be like, man, Han's really doing some like, crazy over shit. <laughs> like, they never show it. Like, I don't want them to spend the money to get Vin Diesel to show it. Right, up. right. Like, like, just like fun little nods to the audience. Be like, what the fuck that is he doing? That would be like, fantastic. Or like, have you heard about what went up with Han? and like, Maybe
2: maybe Han sent some yeah. money back to one of them. Yeah. And, they'll and they'll like, like, they're like, they're living large.
3: Oh.
0: They'd be like, "Last I heard, Han was in Tokyo. Like, you know, Yo, like, yeah. Haven't what, heard from him since then."
1: I'm sorry if this is a Fast and spoiler for people, but you should be caught up by now. What if, yeah, people? <laughs> what if John Cho was also adopted? And Charlize Theron was his mom. Oh. So she turned to crime to track down the people. Oh, and she snap. knew that Han was part of the... So she
0: d- sent Jason Statham.
2: <laughs> That's not far off fuck. from the Fast and the Furious style. Yeah. Yo, get
0: Chris, whatever his name is. I can't get the guy who writes the movies, I can't remember his name. Chris Morgan, maybe? Yeah. Get him on the goddamn like, line. Like the
1: next movie, you just see a picture of Steve like on her desk or something. Chris, or we're him? doing your
0: work for you right now. We will connect your universes. Get us on the line. Fine. let's do it i'm passionate uh, we're family uh. me and you chris i hope your name is chris morgan we're it's drinking a, coronas right now I, <laughs> I have a computer in front of me but i'm not gonna look it up i'm just gonna keep it at chris morgan you got convictions <laughs> yeah i stand by my words uh, that's fucking awesome man
2: yeah that's uh that's fantastic yeah i guess uh you know it seems like we're wrapping up here and i think the time has come to ask the important question the most important question the most important question of all Ooh. The uh, tagline of the podcast yeah <laughs> do you love what I love?
3: I
0: love it All right since I've been the one who you've been telling to watch this movie for I want to say half a decade at this point at least. Uh, I will go first.
1: I love that everyone in your life is like trying to convince you that movies are good.
0: (laughs) Uh, We 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 made it before. All right. David watches a lot of movies. Some are at the top of the scale. Some are (laughs) a little bit lower. And every time we talk, I get about nine new recommendations. So unless I take out a pad and pen for every phone call, something's gonna get lost in the shuffle. That's fine. But that's why we're here. Okay. All right. So I. Fuck it. No build up, I did love it. It was <laughs> nice. It was fucking awesome. Um, Glad to hear. It completely threw me off guard. Like I said, I was expecting a movie more like Snatch or Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels. Right. I just thought it was going to be like this cool movie about gangsters that do cool shit. And then one of them happened to be Han. So uh, <laughs> it was a lot more nuanced than I thought. It was a lot, uh, a lot quieter. More than quiet. But, you know, I thought it was going to be like more like the boondock saints where right. it's like you know people are like this movie's so badass it's so cool but like <laughs> there's it's not that much on the <laughs> like you know like and this was the opposite it was very quiet there wasn't a lot of like crazy action or things like yeah. that i love the character study aspects of it and then i just loved like i've seen movies that look this budget and they get bogged down by not having all the aspects of the movie work and all the cast just really bringing it uh, having a director who was also the editor who knew about editing tricks. I keep using the word tricks and I hope it's not coming off as derogatory because I don't I'm not trying to say like ah oh, he, he took shortcuts like mm-hmm. tricks are cool like not you know like skateboarders do tricks not just tri- you know like it's, it's not it's it's hard to master those. <laughs> burn on
1: skateboarders. No, I'm sorry. Oh wait, sorry, my bad. Yeah, it's the opposite. Let's
2: first. Hey, hey. <laughs> tricks are something a whore does for money, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> they're not tricks, Andy, they're illusions.
3: <laughs>
1: I see.
0: Nice reference. So, yeah, I was just intrigued the whole time. I Even though we knew it was going to end with a dead body, it still kept me in suspense. And I couldn't see which way the movie was going at every turn. Like, it, it genuinely surprised me a lot of the time.
2: Pretty unconventional.
0: Yeah, and it just it gave me a lot to think about. I mean, it was a movie that, like, I went to bed and was actually like, oh, shit, like, that's kind of crazy. You know, like, it stuck with my brain. As opposed to just something I watched and then I just completely forgot. So I could see it again. And then the connections to Fast and Furious are just the best icing on the cake possible. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he literally has the same demeanor of leaning against the car. Except instead yeah. of shipping, he's he's smoking. Yeah. So that's my answer. Um, it was it was very unique. Very awesome. The Asian representation kicks ass. See this movie. I'm not
1: sure. Yeah. So I also loved you know, the Han aspect of it and tied to the Fast and Furious universe. I love the all Asian cast and the characters and how he brought them to life. I will say my one critique I thought was even though I loved all the scenes in the movie, I do think that the story, I don't know what part of it, but it could have been tightened up a little bit. I felt like there were kind of like I don't know if there were scenes or, like, parts of the script that could have been cut out, but I just feel like it Mm. could have been tightened up a little bit more. We saw in the beginning that it was an hour and 40-minute movie, but it felt longer than it was, which was a weird thing.
2: It does at moments feel like it's uh, longer.
1: Right? I mean, that's actually... a. Very like hard thing to do to make something short feel long, but yeah, I mean
0: filmmakers who could do it no problem. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch sixty minutes of a bad movie and All feel right. like it was two hours. That's true. <laughs>
1: so yeah, my only critique is that I think some scenes could have been tightened up. But that aside, I did love this movie. I really thought just, it was. Uh, I'm fantastic. so glad to hear. <laughs> like, no. It, yeah.
2: Uh, go ahead. Mean. Go ahead. Initially, I was I wasn't sure because due to the like the dark twist at the end and that ending that is fairly ambiguous. Mm. I wasn't sure if you, either of you would be satisfied with it, or if you'd feel like, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah,
0: I do yeah, think it's just... a little bit more my alley than Masha's. Like, I know sometimes, like, like your critique made perfect sense based on
2: the kind of, like, how you like to watch movies, you yeah. know? So. Yeah, I've had some bad experiences uh, showing movies with dark endings to people. Oh. And it does not go the way that I imagined it would. <laughs>
0: yeah, and there's, I've seen a million indie movies that, you know, just try to be, like, I know I keep saying this podcast I like slice-of-life movies but it's also hard to do. Sometimes right. you can try to make a movie where you're like it's not really about anything because I'm exploring characters but your writing's not good so you're not exploring characters you're <laughs> right. just showing mm-hmm. me scenes and I can see how certain parts of this like maybe the pornos thing like that plot that line yeah. was a little meandering. Um,
1: even there was a part where uh, Stephanie and Ben were having an argument near a fence and I was like did we re- did we need that yeah, argument yeah, I mean, I like could see it. i
3: could
0: see it i
1: don't know i just felt like it could have been tanned up but i thought it did feel like very original like it felt like its own thing and that's going from the story to the characters to also the way that certain shots were shot <laughs> sorry to be redundant with the words but like you know like the spinning around during right. the murder scene like we mentioned earlier and the shopping when they were shopping and the cameras in the cart and just the editing style like it just felt original
0: awesome that's it so great. yeah all
1: right Thanks, you david. my friend David. Success.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so before we wrap this up i just wanted to thank you again david for coming on board and doing uh, this thank
2: you for having me i'm really glad that i was able to be a part of this and that you both
0: loved what i loved yeah it's uh yeah. i think i like this idea of guests you know like we're still going to stick to our format but i think we, whenever we can invite a friend on it i feel like it just more ideas comes to better Absolutely.
1: conversation we don't want to limit it to just our opinions yeah people are sick of
0: us anyway you know, yeah. they don't want to hear these two voices all <laughs> day all right all right, all. <laughs> all, right nice. all right everyone so that was our show thank you so much for listening if you enjoy our podcast please be sure to subscribe and tell a friend also if you have any opinions on what we discussed follow us on social media lwil podcast it's a great place to find out what we'll be talking about next and as always if you have the time please take a moment to rate and review every bit of
2: feedback helps. I'm
1: Andy. I'm Masha. And
2: I'm David. And I hope you love what I love. Cool. This is a good song. Who plays it?
3: <laughs> <laughs>